The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I've never spent much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Filming this show on Thursday, Game Night. It's called Game Night. Celebrity Game Night or something. Hosted by Lisa Tarbuck. Lisa or Lisa, I never know. Uh, Danny Baker. Susan Kalman are on it. Rich, Reverend Richard Colson. As, as I told you the other day, dear listener, the late night alternative. Oh dear, I just seen Catherine Boyle spill a whole pint of water. Oh dear, I just seen Catherine Boyle spill a whole pint of water. Yo, Boyle, he spilled a whole pint of water. Here's the thing, me and Kath are not at the top of our game today, right? And that's why I'm not even teasing her for that. Because I know that if I tease her for that, she's going to cry. If she cries, I'm going to cry. Neither of us at the top of our game. We're both feeling a little bit, a little bit ropey. Um, and more on that anon. So I'm doing this thing on Thursday. And as you know, there was a strong chance I might be singing at this show on Thursday. TV show for Channel 5. I got a WhatsApp message today about it. Hello, Ian. Just as a heads up, we might ask you to sing a second song with the band as well on Thursday, just in case you want to prep that as well. Hope that's okay. I replied, oh, mate, this is the best day of my life. Thank you. Now, you think the first song that I've not told you what it is is awesome. Kath knows what the songs are now. The first one is awesome. The second one, oh yeah! And I don't even—I know the words to the first one. I know it inside out, upside down. Boy, you turn me—that's not a clue. I know it every which way but loose. The second one, I know it, but I don't really know the words. And you know, Cassie, we're going to learn the words. No, no, I've got a vague idea of where the story goes in the song, and I'm going to do that to the best of my abilities. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to spend time learning words. 
For a song? For a performance? I mean, you say the best of your ability. Not really, because you're not going to learn the song. Well, no, the best of my current abilities that don't involve any extra work. I've just been told as well, though, literally as I was com- coming in here, it's 18s only, so the, so the niece and nephew can't come, oh. which is bullshine. So me and Kath, neither of us <coughs> are at the top of our game. Um, I wrote a blog today about... Because they're coming off these antidepressants. It's day 13. I am insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. Honestly, if you want to read my blog, ianlee.com, look for the blog on there about coming off antidepressants. If you want to read it, it's long and it's rambling. I was going to do a video because it was I find it really hard at the moment to sit down and focus and write something. I thought, well, no, I'll write something because um, I can make it a little bit more structured. And um, it's kind of bleak. I feel I feel awful. You know, I was crying today. I was just crying today about loads of stuff. Um, and it's, it's, it's primarily because I'm coming off these flipping pills. Antidepressants, man. I, I, I was so um, wound up today that I started to... <laughs> this is how nuts I am, man. I started to... I was hoovering. And I started to, as I was hoovering, started to buy into the conspiracy theory that the big pharma companies, as in pharmaceuticals, not as in the farmers, as in pharma company, the big pharmaceutical companies want us, want us to take these antidepressants forever because that makes them loads of money. I was feeling so ill... So ill and so confused and so paranoid and so anxious. I didn't use that word, I think, in the blog. Anxious. Anxiety. And I was thinking, oh, I think those, I think, I think like ICI and Dulux and, oh, and Feister and all these, Feister, Feister, that they're doing this deliberately, that they are, I was getting the paranoid, I think they're doing this deliberately. They have made these drugs so difficult to come off that um because then you just because i was going to take one i was going to take a full strength on just to, i thought no no no, come on man let's just, just go with this just for today this too shall pass but those damned pharmaceutical companies are doing this so that i take them forever that's what i was thinking and i was thinking that makes sense i'm not sure that's not true what the heck you know um so you want to read the blog go and read the blog it's bleak I use the S word. I use the C word. Um, I, I think I use most of the words. It's, so, it's pretty. It's, it's quite rambly. I wrote it just as it was coming out of my head, so it's quite rambly. So that's where I am. Kath, you're not feeling great. You got a bit of a cold, bit run down. Yeah, a little bit yeah. clumsy, clums. Oh, it's not my day today. It's not her day. It's not my day. Dear listener, maybe it's your day. Perhaps it's your day. Oh three, four four. Uh, by the way, we're not going to turn in a substandard show. We're going to work four times as hard to make the show just as good as it normally would be on an average day. You work those sums out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I'll take guesses as to what the songs are I'm going to sing. Great songs. Great songs. Classics. Pop and rock classics, I would say. Two of the biggest songs ever, I would say. Um, 03444991000. And, and by the way, can we just, um, I hate that, Martin, I'm going to come to you in a second. I hate this really lazy thing. It's, uh, do you know how I could get loads of calls tonight? I hate cyclists. Aren't mm. cyclist tossers? They're dangerous. 
Those that die, uh, they brought it on themselves. They break the laws. They're awful. They jump through lights. We should uh, get registration for them. They should pay insurance and road tax. Road tax doesn't exist! Doesn't exist! Uh, It's so so lazy, man, coming on and just slagging off the cyclists. Here's the thing, right? I'm a pedestrian. I'm a driver. I'm a passenger. Very, very, very infrequently. Like, literally in the last two years, once. But I plan to do it more. I'm a cyclist. I do... I do all of these things, right? You're a motorcyclist as well. I'm a motorcyclist. I'm a man. I'm a man. And, um... You know, here's the thing. I say, of course I see bad cyclists, because I do. I see cyclists go through red lights, and, and do you know what? Maybe against the law. I can't encourage people to break the law. But do you know what? If there is nothing else around, good luck to them. I can't encourage people to break the law, obviously, putting my Ofcom secure hat on. But if there's no one else around, and it's obvious there's no one else around... What? So they get like a 15 second head start on me and my car. Who cares? Who cares? As long as they're not dashing at pedestrians and, you know, they're not cutting in front of cars. Who cares? Here's the thing. I see more bad car drivers than I see bad cyclists. I see more, I see more, I see more cars than I see cyclists. So if you see a cyclist doing something in inverted commas bad, you're going to notice it. But I see, um, I see good and bad. I, you know, I see more um, uh, drivers d- on their phones, uh, r- reading, texting, watching, do, watching TV on their. F- I see that. I see um, cars going through red lights and turning when they're not supposed to turn, and I see all of that. So I don't get. I do get it, right? It's bloody lazy. It's lazy bear baiting to come on, as I've heard on this station and on other stations today. To come on, isn't it tame? I don't know why I'm doing that uh, Eamon's accent, because I don't know if he did it today. But isn't it time that we, we clamp down on these cyclists? No, no. It's time we clamp down on humanity. Um, so I, I want to spread some love for some cyclists tonight, if we can, please. I love I love everybody. I love all kinds of vehicles. There we go. Thank you. I dump that, because we are on a language... We're on a, a family-friendly language tip. Right now, I swore then and I dumped that because I'm learning. Um, I don't like the idiots that think that um, roller skates, skateboards, um, and um, electric wheelchairs and buggies, and electric unicycles and uh, pedaled unicycles, um, or, or those hoverboards you don't really see anymore, are, are su- or scooters, or scooters that's in push scooters, are suitable for use on the road. None of those, none of those are suitable for use on the road. Okay, that's pavement, that's pleasure, that's back garden, that's parkland. It's not suitable for use on the road. That's careful on the pavement. Exactly. Careful careful. on. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, everybody needs to be a bit more careful on the pavement. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Good evening, Martin. Good day. What do you want? What do I want? I was just listening to your um, excellent uh, tirade about the, uh, the difference between cyclists, motorists, pedestrians. Yes. Well, you called up before I started that, so what do you want? 
Well, no, that was I, it, it's got me interested, Ian, to be perfectly honest, because we're all often kind of each and the other, aren't we? Let's face it. And I sometimes uh, get a croggy. Do you know what a croggy is? Is it a boner or something? No, it's a backy. Backer, backer, okay. you know? That's, that's great, Martin. Well, thanks for sucking the vibe out of the first 15 minutes of the show. It's appreciated. Uh, yeah, yes, I do. Let's go to um, Tommy. Let's go to Tommy. Good evening, Tommy. Hi, guys. Hey, man. What you got? Um, just uh, I need to ask you a question. OK, bear in mind I've got a seven-second delay, so if you swear or do anything rude, it doesn't get broadcast. Only I hear it. Uh, but, yeah, go on. I'm, I'm not going to swear. You're OK. Um, I've got to ask you a question. Mano a mano. Okay. Have you ever worn a woman's knickers? Yes, of course I have. Who who hasn't? Yeah, I think it's a perfectly normal thing. Yeah, are you doing it now? No, but I, I do it at work quite a lot. And why do you do it? Do you get pleasure from it? Do you just feel more relaxed? Is it kind of, what, what? Why? Tell me why. Tell me why. Well, tell me, sweet little wise. Because sometimes it makes people laugh. What do, you mean, what do you mean it makes people laugh? Who are you, sh- are you showing it to them? Yeah, of course I am. So you're, oh, so you're a flasher. Well, I, I mean, what well, you could call it, I don't know. Well, well, first of all, OK, first of all, cards on the table. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But do you know what? We'll indulge you because it may be a full moon. It's very full moonish. We'll indulge this little whimsy, this little fantasy, this little prankette, mm-hmm. if you want to call it right. that. Although I, I, I don't believe a word of what you're saying. So what kind of um, uh, panties do you wear? No, no, no. No. Uh, Ian, sorry. Sometimes at work, I go to another desk of a female colleague, I take the peanut chocolate bar and I put it on my head. Oh. I wear the snickers. Okay. That's, the, that's, that's it? What is, what is this? Week comedy night or something? Is this an open mic show? Is, it, is this an open... I like that bit. That bit was good. The ending was good. The end was good. The, the first three minutes was rubbish. I think the end was only good because the rest of it was so pony. <laughs> Is this an open mic night tonight? Which I thought we were only letting professional callers on tonight. Turns out anybody can call up. And there you go, dear listener. That's our screening process. We don't have one on this show. You won't hear that on, on James's show or Dotton's show or uh, Matthew Wright's show or, any, or, or Stephen Nolan. You won't hear any of that. And by the way, it's a year to the day since Stephen Nolan um, met me backstage at an awards ceremony and told me to get in touch with him because he thought that we shared a lot in common and we should have a chat, and then he blocked me on Twitter shortly after. A year to the day. 0344 499 this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I want Sean Walsh to win Strictly Come Dancing. I've decided I want him to win because he um, uh, must have had the most horrific two weeks, three weeks since he got caught. It's not... What's that? Is it me? Is it my microphone no. again? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it, he must have had the most horrendous few weeks, right? He's gone from being a nobody. I mean, he's still a nobody, but now he's a famous nobody. For a few, you know, he'll have a few months of fame. I had a few months of fame. 
uh, uh, during and after the jungle. And it's weird to go from a handful of people re- recognising you, literally a handful of people, to um, being on a TV show that's seen by 12 million people and being on... I mean, I wasn't really on the front, front page of newspapers, but, but he is. No, but as evidenced by the fact that he didn't think twice about, one, being drunk and walking down the street and also being yeah. drunk and kissing someone he shouldn't do in the street. Because he didn't think someone You was couldn't see him. what I was doing in the jungle because there was no paparazzi there. I got up to some right shenanigans. Um... I didn't. Um, and I'm so glad that I had a week. I didn't come straight home to the UK after Australia. And I had a week in New Zealand. And I came back and sort of missed the, 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 the kind of mushroom cloud of it. Um, but I want him to win. I want him to win. I've not seen it. He keeps getting through, which makes me think he's he a, must be a decent mover. He's a mover. decent dancer, yeah. I want, the, I want the dancer girl to do well and succeed out of this because it must be horrible for her. Imagine, imagine the vibe in her marital home. Ooh, man! You're going off. You're going off to dance again with Sean. Yes. Okay. That's going to be tense. I want them to win. Let them win. Let them win. I like the fact that everyone's getting um, really peed off that they're doing so well. Well, um, yeah. Oh, there's a conspiracy. BBC wants to keep them in to uh, to keep the viewers. Nah, they're t- the kind of the kind of time is up. You know, in terms of the excitement. No one's that. There was a there was a picture of him in in the papers the other day carrying a tray of Guinnesses. Guinness, I think, is the correct term. Uh, that's how desperate they are. Let, let let those guys win. I want Sean Morse to win because then it's going to be really awkward as well for everybody. Who's kind of been slagging them off? You know, he, it's going to be a tough old time. What it does suggest to me is that they're not being voted off. Yep. So you know, maybe the uproar isn't real, and maybe the uproar is com- completely made up by the papers. Here's the thing: when um, the um, uh, uh, drunk girls allowed won celebrity Big Brother, and the um, cocaine man won the president, um, the pussy grabbing cocaine man won president. Uh, everything changed. Trump and um, the lady, I can't remember her name, Sarah. Is it Sarah from, what was her last name? Hardy. Sarah Hardy, Party Hardy. Well, everything changed in the British landscape as to what was acceptable. Those two things were the precursor, I think, I may be, I may be incorrect in terms of date, but they, those two things made um, Brexit happen. Uh, so I think, Sean, listen, we've got Trump, we've got Sarah Hardy, we've got um, Brexit. Let's have Sean Walsh as our Strictly Come Dancing Champion 2018. Let's 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 give that guy a hand. Remember the new... Um, think Cin- of all the girls he can get afterwards. I know. The new Cinderella, where it was all kind of, be kind and be patient. And, you know, she let people walk all over her. Obviously, that's not the lesson we want to teach our kids. Obviously, it isn't. And these guys prove that, really, anyone can win. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call about that or anything else. Good evening, Alan. Hiya, Bob. Hello, Alan. You managed to stay awake this time. Well done. Well, Much I can barely bad news from the wrestling world. Someone I've never heard of has died? died? No. No. Someone's had to give up their title. <sighs> OK. Um, OK, well, tell us this, then get to the sad news. The sad news is Roman Wayne had to give up his universal... Roman Wayne's? Yeah, the big dog. There's a man called Roman Waynes. Roman Waynes, the big dog. Surely his name should be Roman Ruins. No, no, his real name is Joe. And he's got leukaemia. Hey, mate. So he's had to give up his universal championship. If only I, I know the disease, I know the sport, I just don't know the third part of this puzzle, which is the human being involved. He was one third of the shield. The sh- The shield? 
Yeah. You literally could be phoning up and speaking Japanese to me for all I uh, all I know. Actually, no, I would understand got... if it was Japanese. I'd understand it's more WWE. of it. What? WWE. Yeah, I know it's wrestling, Alan. Don't care. Well, well, I feel the of a man tomorrow night. That film looks like an absolute load of cack. I've got a feeling it's going to be my new favourite film because it looks awful. Awful. I cannot wait to watch the Queen biopic because it looks like it's going to be the biggest stinker in the world. Well, it's rumoured to win a few awards, especially a few Oscars. It's not going to win... That is not going to win an Oscar! Who's ru- where have you heard this rumor from Brian May? No, Brian I, May was was, was Brian May was too, but Brian May, shut up, shut up! Can you not hear me when I'm talking? Sorry, shut up, then! Bloody hell! That's not a swear. That's a category D. Um, whatever. I, what was I was going to make a job about Brian May and badges and, and stuff like that. But you're saying Brian May gave a rumor. Uh, yeah, that film's not going to win anything, man. It looks like an absolute turkey. I feel sorry for the lad in it because he had plastic surgery and teeth enhancements to make him look more like um, uh, Freddie Mercury. So he's now screwed for the rest of his life. I feel sorry for Ben Hardy, who plays Roger Taylor. Why? Because he he had a promising career and to go into a turkey, even though the film's not been released till tomorrow. Hang on a minute, you just told me just you're looking forward to seeing it and you you think it's going to win awards. Personal opinion. But I feel sorry for the real John Deacon. He's the bass player from Queen that no one hears from anymore. He's retired, isn't he? Yeah, he, well, he should pull his finger out and he should start his own. Listen, if the drummer and the hair can call themselves Queen, then the bass man should start his own band and call it um, King. I can't because of Mark King. Call it Prince. He can't because of Prince. Call it Princess. Can't because of that singer from the 80s. He should call it Duke. Uh, can't because of David Bowie. Oh, I don't know. He should call his band, he should call his band Bucking, Buck House. Hang on. Yep. You back to You've just got an idea for a topic. Have I? No, here we go. What name could John Deacon call his new band? Thanks very much for your call. It's a niche topic, and we do niche on this show. But that's pretty niche by our standards. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call tonight. You can do. Um... This is a story. The woman who broke her vagina... Oh, dear. ...shares hilarious warning about using sex toys for the first time. Nadia Bacoldi... Have we done this before? ...has revealed how getting adventurous in the bedroom after months spent in a sexless marriage... Months. (laughs) Months. Wow, Okay. Leave it. Steady. ...caused her to break her vagina... My God. Um, now, we've all seen that Sex and the City scene. I will have, because I, I love Sex and the City. I've seen all the episodes. I won't watch the movies. I saw the first movie. I won't watch the second. I'm glad the third never happened. The second was really awful. It looked awful. The tra- I saw the trailer. I went to the pictures. The one where Charlotte discovers the rabbit vibrator and cancels all plans for the seeable future in favour of time alone with her new toy. Well, one woman from Sydney, Australia, has had her very own Sex in the City experience. And let's just say things didn't end as well for her as they did for Charlotte. Sex columnist. Oh, right, there's an angle. 
Nadia Bacodi has revealed how her vibrator broke her vagina. What, is, what do we think she means broke? I have no can the, idea. Can you fracture it? Can you shatter it? I mean, it goes through... I, I, it might be it? put through its paces, what with, you know, children and that. But um, well, I think that? it's quite hard to... Uh, you know about the quite kids. Tell me about break. that. <laughs> they're quite hard to break. And now she wants to share a warning with other women in hopes of saving them from making the same mistake. Let's, let's, let's get down to she the details. She means she desensitised it or something. Well, let's find out. Come let's, on. Let's, we're going to read this story. We're going to find out the details. And if you're at home and you're, you're just reaching into your bedside cabinet, just push that drawer shut, lay back, and let's just see where we get to, and then you can decide whether you want to pick it up or not. Okay. After getting divorced from her husband, Nadia was looking for a way to spice up her rather non-existent sex life. So she, she, so she decided to buy her very first vibrator. It had been a long time since I'd heard six, the 34-year-old said. But I wasn't entirely ready to be... In- Hang on a minute, she's a sex journalist, sex columnist. Okay. I wasn't entirely ready to be intimate with someone new. So after some research online... I decided to purchase a vibrator. Oh, my God, where's she from? She's Australian. Obviously. But what research? So she goes online, um, divorce, not had sex for a long time. What can I do? Hmm, what's this vibe, vibe, vibrator? Okay, I'll get one. What do you mean? I'm sure there's a witch category for it. It was quite odd looking back that I was running a woman's website providing women with six positive advice. In information on using vibrators when I'd yet to try one myself. She ended up purchasing her... Ver- get um, Nadia Bacodi, Twitter. Get her on. I want to make sure she she's might be healed. Busy. She might have healed up. <laughs> How are we spelling Nadia? How do you think? How do you spell Nadia? With an I-A or with a Y? How do, how do, how do people spell Nadia? I-A? Correct. Okay, surname? Bacodi. B-U? Bacodi. B-A? You talking about fool? Bacodi. B- Bacodi. Bacodi. All right, we'll say it properly That's what I'm saying. Cody with a K. Not in there. Cody with a K. All right. It's there. I can see her Twitter. Or maybe that's Instagram. Nope. Yep. Okay, find her on Instagram then. It's simple. You're being very demanding today. Yeah, yeah not as demanding like as Nadia Bacodi's V. Oh, God. She ended, she ended up purchasing her very own rabbit, and much like Charlotte, Charlotte York, she quickly fell in love with it. I became obsessed with using it in the ease and speed at which it allowed me to feel pleasure again after months in a sexless marriage. Okay. It was incredibly liberating and empowering to really take control of my sexuality in that way for the first time in my adult life. However, Nadia quickly learned that her new obsession came with a price. A rather painful and embarrassing one. Me fanny dropped off. No, she explained. After a couple of weeks of using my new adult play thing, I started experiencing some pelvic pain and was hobbling around the office. Gosh. Not making the connection, I went to the doctor to find out what was wrong. When all her STD tests came back clear, it started to become obvious what exactly was causing the problem. The doctor started asking me some questions, and this when I realised the pain had been the result of me overusing my vibrator. Oh, my God, that voice. But overusing my vibrator. It was equal parts embarrassing. <laughs> I think we, we, hilarious. Might, we might need subtitles for the listener. 
Nadia was forced to admit to her doctor that during the first week of owning the rabbit, she used it half a dozen times a day. Is that all? And on the highest power setting. Hi. Her doctor instructed she immediately have a break from any kind of sex toy use to allow herself to recover. It's hardly... Oh, there she is in her pants. Now she shared... It's hardly broken. Now she shared... I thought something, you know, clicked and she had to glue it back. Or it dropped and she had to push it back up. Oh, dear. Now she's sharing an important message with other women to prevent them from following in her footsteps. The main thing to keep in mind when trying something new is to start out slow. I learned the lesson the hard way, not to use the turbo sitting on your first go, <laughs> in order to get too carried away. Despite everything, Nadia's experience hasn't turned her off sex toys. In fact, she's since expanded her collection. Sex toys are a great way to explore new fantasies and sensations, both on your own and with a partner. In provided your bathroom and reputable retailer like I did. What? Sorry, re- no, 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 I didn't understand that though. Provided you borrow from a reputable retailer like I did, you're really safe, she said. <laughs> and um, there's, there's a picture of her in her pants cuddling a big, big teddy bear. Yeah. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Is it a full moon tonight? It was full moonish yesterday, and it's full moonish today. Can you have full moon? You can't have a full moon two nights in a row, can you? Sorry, what? A full moon two nights in a row, can you? I don't think you can. Um, But uh, it's half term and it's full moonish, so it it could be a strange old show. There's only a strange one last night. Suspect we're going to get a few pranksters tonight, which I'm fine with. Just don't swear. Don't be libelous. It's tomorrow, apparently, the hunter's moon. Okay, all right then. Well, what about the full moon? It's as full as you can get. Okay. Good evening, Michael. How are you doing? Very, very well, Michael. What have you got for us this eve? That woman with the vibrator shouldn't have connected it to the car battery. That's, yeah, that's that the thing. Problem. Did you do you remember when? Oh, yeah, there's that smoke alarm. No, could do, be. Do you remember when you used to have used to be able to connect black and white televisions up to the car battery? Do you remember that? Well, they do in caravans now, don't they? Well, no, but I imagine in caravans now you've got, pl- you got plug sockets, you've got your Wi-Fi, you've got your doodah, you've got everything, you've got your vibrator, you've got everything. Yeah, but I remember going awesome. on holiday in the 70s and um, the car, the starter motor went in the cars. It did in the 70s a lot. And so my dad opened the bonnet of the car and connected the black and white telly. There it is again. And we watched the telly. Yeah, it must be it. I'll throw my, my clock ticking. Mm-hmm. I've heard it now. Definitely. I think, I've got a, I think I've got a cricket in the house. Okay, you're going to. Okay, well, that's, that that must be it, Michael. Um, so, what have you got from us apart from uh, apart from that? No, I've just been listening to. It. I thought I'd pass a comment. Ever, on what, what happens? Better to pass Don't a comment than to pass wind. Ever used? Ever used? Um, and bear in mind, we might have young ears listening. So you know, ever used? You know, mechanicals or dressing up in the the bedroom to to give it a little bit more oomph. No, I never needed that, mate. I, I still swing on the chandeliers. That's the best one. Oh, the old chandelier swinging. But <laughs> did you say you never needed it? It just adds a little bit of, little bit of spice. Yeah, I suppose so. Go and buy yourself a leather glove. Go and buy yourself. Are you left or right-handed, Michael? What? Are you left or right-handed? 
You mean the, the, they call it the widow or something, don't they? I went to the doctors not so long ago. Oh, God. And uh, I suffer with... Uh, well, I've got something... I uh, can't think what it was. Anyway, he told me to, uh, go, to go and have a... Uh, yes. Use my hand. Yes. And I says, no, I says, I'll pay a couple of quid, I'll get a woman in. Oh, no, no, can't what? do that, can't do that. Hang on a minute. He, he, he was Indian and he, he didn't believe in it, so... Right, hang on a minute. There's, there's so many um, offensive factors covered in that one that one story. So you went to the doctor uh, and he told you that you that there was something wrong with you and you had to masturbate yourself to make yourself yeah. better? Yeah, yeah. What was... Well, because I know that masturbation is good for the prostate. Was it the prostate? Correct. Thank Correct. you very much indeed. Okay. So he told So he told he told you to do that and you said no you were going to get a couple of quid and, and get, get a woman get and get a woman, woman in. in and the doctor I'm not quite sure what his ethnicity had to do with it because I know they have sex workers in India but the doctor said no you can't do that. No he didn't. He said no don't do that. Don't do that. He said use your hand. Yeah, well, it's it's cheap, it's cheaper and quicker and less degrading for everybody. No, but it's not not so much. You don't get the satisfaction, do you? Well, okay. And so, did you? Did you? Did you? Well, to follow either yes. hit. Right. Could oh. he not get get it on prescription for you? More than likely. Okay. Thanks very much for your call, Michael. Um, it's a strange old world we live in, when Indian doctors are telling um, white British. Indigenous men to masturbate and not to pay for sex with women? How dare they come over here and tell us who we can and cannot pay for sex? These Indian doctors saving lives. Uh, Martin's back. Martin was our first caller, and um, 35 minutes later, he's called back in. I'm not quite sure why, but he's here. Good evening, Martin. Good evening. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can, Martin. What would you like to say this time? I would just like to say it's a, it's a disgrace, isn't it, really? That Why are you doing this. a voice? I'm not doing a voice. This is my real voice. So you were doing a voice in your previous call? Yes. I mean, do you know what? It's a quiet night on the phones, Kath. I've got nothing better. I'm, we might as well find out what this idiot wants. Well, okay. My head be it. Go on then. What's a disgrace, Martin? Disgrace is that people are coming over here and telling us how to um, interact with ourselves. Here's the thing, right? This is what you did last time, and what you've done this time is you phoned up before something has been said, and then and then just spoken about the thing that was said while you were waiting on the phone, which implies to me you're lonely. Martin, you're lonely, and I get it, man. I'm lonely. I just want a hug. I want a hug from you later on, Catherine Boyle, if you don't mind. <laughs> a consensual one. I'd quite like to do that. Thank you. Does, uh, does Boyle hug? Does, does Boyle hug? My, my best friend hugs me, yes, um, when That's I'm feeling nice. low. But here's the thing, man. You're obviously, you're, there's obviously, you're obviously lonely. I'm just, I'm just uh, uh, nervous. Where, where are you? Because you, you've, you, you're somewhere noisy. You phone twice without any content. And that says to me, you just want to, you want to communicate, you want to be acknowledged. I've always wanted to speak to you. Okay, well, we've spoken before. Yeah. Yep. I'm in, I'm in Luxembourg. Well, okay, right. So what's going on in your life? Commuting. 
Did you phone James Whale earlier on as well? Yes. We talked about accent. Right. OK. Well, Martin, listen, if you're not going to communicate with me, I've got nowhere I can... I'm, I'm trying to touch your soul. And... I will communicate with you. I will communicate with you. Of course I'll communicate with you. Well, then, then start speaking properly. Speak properly. Right. Speak in your own voice. Come on, man. <laughs> Shake it out. Shake it out. Relax. Shaking it out, dude. OK. Good. So what's going on in your life, Martin? What is this all about? Come on. I just saw the phone. I'm doing a lot of commuting at the minute between Paris and Luxembourg. I'm just go. a bit bored. Here we go. Here we go. Now we're, we're getting somewhere. This is the, now we're getting some reality. Can... Yeah, but it's difficult, isn't it? Because you, you get a bit nervous when you're getting queued up to come yeah, on. Yeah, it's a nerve-wracking experience phoning a radio station. I've done yeah. it a few times. Here, get this, Martin. I texted another radio station the other night at the weekend, about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I texted a radio station because I had a point yeah about what they were saying, and I had a very good point to make, a unique experience. So I texted them, and then I turned my phone off, but was still listening to the radio station as I fell asleep. And I woke up the next day, and there was a voicemail from the producer saying, Hi, Ian, um, we'd love to get you on to talk about um, that time you were nearly on Celebrity Hunted. Could you give us a go? They phoned me up to put me on the air. And even though it was like five hours later and it had gone, I got nervous. It is nerve-wracking. There's no doubt about that. It is nerve-wracking. But so, so what are you listening to us on? Are you listening online? How are you listening to us over there? I'm on uh, online, yeah. I've been listening to you since LBC days, isn't it? Hey, come on, man. Come on, brother. Come on. I we, love... we, got, we, got, we got involved in a, in a, in a, in a, in a slightly strange situation once uh, where I sent, I, sent, I sent an email. Yeah. It got, it got read out um, on LBC. Right, and you pick, you picked it up, and it was something to do with the smudger. Do you remember that? The cock smudger. Yeah, I'm the mook. Shut up, man! You're not. I am. No, you're not. You are not. I am the mook. Are you really? Yep. This is this is. If, if prove it, prove it to me. Prove. Okay. You are the mook. So my grandfather told me. Could be. During the uh, during hard times on the seas, we pull out a Bible. Say no more. I don't want you to say any more. We can't say any more. No, don't don't we say any more? Hang on a second. Stay there, Um, because I want to. I just want to. I'm just trying to get my computer to do something. Are you going to find the email? Hang on a minute. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Here we go. Um, Just excuse me while I. uh, And uh, I hope you have. uh, Good morning. When I stop... Hang on. It's it's hang on, I'm going through a whole... Tell us the story. Hang on. Carl, thanks very much. Carl, thanks very much. Tony. Why do we always... I'm going through a whole walk across the show here. Andrew Please. Clover. Um, here we go, here we go. Right. Um, we're talking about these things, and I love this one. Um, and mook. I can't help you with this one, Mook. He sent in a word which is cocksmudger. Please would you check the origin... My grandfather mm-hmm. said it goes back to old sailors carrying a small Bible with them, and when annoyed, they would, t- uh, with God, they would peel back the page and rub the tip of the penis oh, against yeah. the holy words, oh, yeah. smudging the words with the cock. I d- there we go. That was Anna <laughs> Rayburn on LBC about four, 13 years ago. Uh, that was you! Yep, that's me. Mate, I owe, I owe you a drink then, because I've been doing a live show for the last couple of years, and that has been, that has been a huge part of the show, me playing that clip. Seriously? Yes, mate. You've earned me money, so I owe you a pint. Sorry, I, sorry, I came on as Martin. I'm not Martin. I'm Mark. You didn't listen. I don't listen, man. It's it's cool. I'm sorry that we we had a go at you, but 
Um, you, no, just... you, you were pretty fired up at the start, though, weren't you? you, you were, no, you, you were an idiot at the start. You were an idiot at the start. I prefer this. Don't, don't be worried, man. Come on, listen, I prefer this. I prefer um, communicating and talking. And, and, and now, you know, your first call was lousy, and this second one was going to be lousy, but now we've played a really funny clip, and we've kind of put a full stop to a sentence that has been writing itself for the last 13, 14 years. This is amazing, Mark. Well, the thing is, about two days after that email went live, yeah. I, was on, I was on my way to the gym yeah. when I heard you playing it out at drive time, and I nearly crashed my car. Seriously, I just saw this. I was sitting at home working from home. Yeah. And she was talking about stuff like, uh, oh, where do we get these phrases from? Yeah. Up the wooden stair, up the wooden stair, and where do yeah. we get these things from? And I just thought, I'm just going to send an email to the board. And can you believe that she cobbled her show together so badly that she just read some out? Yeah, and she was furious. And she was furious, and her team, who disliked her immensely, found it hilarious. Um, so you, you're, a le- you're a legend, man. That is a legendary well, bit of pranking. I've been known to prank, and I've minor comedy endeavours, but... OK. You know, Ma- uh, things Ma- of late have been, haven't been quite so... But here's the thing, you can't get one past me, brother. You can't, so don't try. That. Don't try. Okay. Let's just phone okay. up. Now you phone okay. up. Let's just phone up again and talk. All right. All right, man. Listen, nice, nice to talk to you properly. Thanks a lot. No worries, man. Cheers. Bye-bye. There we go. That worked out nicely. Yeah, because the thing is, we can tell when someone's doing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Is, um, hang on a second. Uh, we've got Dreamweaver coming up. We've got Nollock coming up. Uh, we'll, Nollock will come to you next. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. A star cross soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls, oh, I'm on the end. and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's starting to turn into... A, the show's getting a bit of a groove tonight, isn't it? It's, it's from, you know, both of us feeling a little bit rough, and that's fine. No, it, here's the thing. When, when one of us feels rough, the other one is normally able to take up the slack. And I can't think of very many times when both of us have been feeling waffer thin. Um, and we are tonight. Uh, here's the thing, of course. I'm getting hyped up because, because I'm in the studio, and that kind of hypes me up a little bit. I felt so lousy today, man. A lot of crying and stuff. But... Um, I've got runny nose. It looks like I've done cocaine. I haven't. Um, uh, so we're both feeling a little bit, you know, a little bit. Ah, yeah, yeah. But the full moonish vibe, the half term vibe, is creating a little bit of late night magic. If you're a lot of people tweeting as well today, saying that they've uh, they've they're coming to us because they don't want to listen to uh, LBC anymore. You're very very welcome. Very different vibe on this show. Some of the other show is, is similar in that they'll discuss the bigger issues of the day, but this show we we tend not to. Um, uh, so you can give us a call about anything. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. No, look, stay there. We will come to you in a minute. Good evening, Dreamweaver. Good evening to both of you. <laughs> He's a man who tried to get us in trouble. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> Come on, man. I panicked. I've been drinking with my partner oh, and I panicked. Don't worry. It doesn't matter. Listen, listen people listen. don't know what to we're, we're cool, brother. We're cool. It took me a long time to call in. Well done. I'm glad you night. called back, man. What you got for us tonight on this uh, um, almost full moonish show? Well, you're talking about this full moon for the last few nights. It's been great out there, right? Yeah, it's beautiful, and, and, isn't it? And it's affecting us 
greatly, you know. Yeah. I, I haven't got. I don't have a computer. I don't have internet, so I can't look up when the full moon is exactly. What time it we is? We think it's tomorrow. Is it, Catherine? It's a hunter's moon yeah. tomorrow. A hunter's so moon, big and low. And it, it's very, very low, isn't it? Yes. It appears like 25% or something closer to us. Oh, it looks and, stunning, man. Driving mm. in and driving at home. It's, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I remember the first one I ever saw, I thought I thought it was a big a big placard or something. You yeah. know, someone yeah, stuck yeah, something yeah. by the side of the road. It was yeah. huge. Low, man. Low moon. Well, they call it a super moon, I think. No. I think that's different. I think that's different, yes. Catherine <laughs> thinks that's different, and I agree with her. Oh, because Supermoon just appears 25% closer. If only you had the internet, Dreamweaver, you could look it up, man. I have have to go what I learned from when I lived in Glastonbury. (laughs) Well, well, I bet you learned how to roll a fat one. I took lots of medicines to unleash the awful truth. There there (laughs) we go. So the full moon is very powerful, and it's affecting so many people around me at the moment, including myself, so... It, it means that we move forward on a full moon as well. And, and I, I garden with the moon, so I sort hang, of... Hang on, hang on. There the are moon. several things here, right? What do you mean you, you move forward with the moon? What does that mean? Well, the, the, you, you learn... When, with astrology... I don't, I don't study astrology, but I learn little bits. And, and if, you, if you find out what moon sign you are... I'm a moon sign Leo, which is quite fiery. So when the moon okay. sign comes up, like yeah. this moon will be under ace a moon sign, yeah. so one, one of the astro- astrological signs. And then what you do is you, 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 then, you then read up about that and it can affect you in certain ways. So you can get on the internet. Hang on, you haven't people, got the internet. Well, are you going to a library or something? People. Yeah, I, I do occasionally, but people print it off for me because I'm well known in the town. And they, they <laughs> I bet stuff. you are. And, and you garden by moonlight. Chart. They stole my moon chart from me. Oh, God. You, <laughs> gar- you garden by moonlight. Yeah, in tune with the moon, yeah, yeah. So what, you what garden at night time? No, you can do. You can George Harrison used to garden at night time, yeah. You're into crystals as well, and Kath, aren't you both? No, no I, I was about 28 years ago, and then I realised it was dumb. No, you're not. Yes. You need to energise them in the full moon as well. That was, my pro- that was my fault, I didn't charge them up. Well, you need to, you know, I need to know what's good for you, you know, like tourmaline is fantastic to have around electrical equipment and all this. It's like a jet black stuff with ribs in it. It's beautiful. Oh, they're beautiful. They're they're beautiful, but I do not believe that they possess magical powers. No. No. Maybe it's letting go of thinking about it. That's when it gets you. (laughs) Wow, that's, that's, that must be heavy because I don't understand what it means. Um, well, you feel it. I mean, you do meditation. I heard you said the other I do meditate. I haven't meditated for a while properly, but yeah, I do, I do meditate. Yeah, but that's not magic. That's just like psychology. It's just brain relaxing. But it is. But so many people don't do it. Well, so people should. My um, my boys know how to meditate. They then they um, my my youngest is is quite often. Does, he will quite often just go into the pose. He'll do it in the swimming pool, go into the pose. And they, they kind of know basic... I think my brother-in-law actually meditated with them when they were really young. So yes, they know about that. They know about that vibe. And they, yeah. should, they should... Some schools do teach yeah. that, don't they? Do my you mind? kids' school do. Do they? Something Which one? Big, hang, little, on, hang on a minute. Biggins or little, Littles? Little. They, do they do mindfulness? Um, well, my yeah. daughter just said it was meditation. So what do they, what do, they do? They sit quietly. Right. Their legs crossed. Hang on a minute. And their hands... Turned upwards in the on. Wow! Oh mate, you got to get a picture of that. I have got a picture of that of all of them. Uh, I want not to see... all of all of them. I've got my my youngest show me. Oh, my, my, oh, that's really good. I th- I genuinely think if they just did like fifteen minutes of that twice a week, yeah. right? 
from yeah. from the age well, how young is it? It was about six, seven. She's that? Uh, she's seven, but she was probably doing I reckon, yeah, six. Fifteen minutes of that twice a week. Yoga as well. Oh man, the, the, the world would be such a, a more chilled out. I, I went and be. sought out meditation on my own when I was seventeen. I had to pay for it because I, I did TM. Um, and um, but, but the world would be such a chilled out place if everyone meditated, man. Well, that's happening. That's happening, both of you. It, it, all around the world, on, on, an hour, on the hour, it's, it's actually, there's a big meditation going on all around the world. Oh. And, and people can just join in with that and find out about it. But it's, it's, it's a big connection. It's, it's a group meditation. Okay. I'm, like, in, uh, trans, I'm into what that. What do they call it? Trans, trans, Transcendental trans- meditation <laughs> can emancipate the man and leave yeah, yeah. you feeling grand. That's a song. That's a real song by the Beach Boys. Gosh. Beach Boys did loads of songs about TM. You, they, they, you've got me into the acapella stuff and all of this. Oh. You've got me into some amazing sounds. Dude. Oh, my mind is opening up with your, both your music. You know, you know it. Like you, you inspire me to actually come up with different voices, and you inspire you both inspire me to sing a bit more. So do it. Sing now. Yeah. Sing now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do no, it. No, no, no. Dreamweaver. No, <laughs> That's what you want to be doing. I played that to somebody today. I never even knew about that song. Yeah, it's about and, you, brother. And I kept being played, yeah. And there's a wine up between Dreamweaver as well. Yeah. All right, listen, I've got to go, because we've got to go to the news. Nice to talk to you. I'm glad you called us again. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got Nolik, he'll be um, coming up after the news. We've got Martin, we've got Mike. Um, busy old uh, first hour there. A lot of new and newish voices the last couple of nights. This Hunter's Moon... Well, this half-term is doing something. A little recap what we've talked about. Broken vaginas, um, cyclists, and getting, sending a bit of love to the cyclists. What else have we talked about? Well, a bit of meditation just then. Meditation. Nothing of any great... Imp- oh, um, the, the Strictly Come Dancing. I want the, the naughty boy to win. I don't want him not to win because of what's happened. Yeah, I want him to win. I want him to win. I, I think he needs a confidence booster after um, what's been going on. I don't approve of his behaviour, but, I, you know, I, I, I can't say that I've not done some of the stuff that he's done, some of it. You know, you can't condemn a guy just for that. Um, if you want to give us a call, we've got a few calls lined up, but you'll be very welcome to join in the fun. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. O three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You'll speak to Sam, he will call you straight back. And then you'll be on the air with me, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, the late night alternative, weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. And I know there 
Song. That's an actual song on an actual Beach Boys record. <laughs> okay, guys, can you go and do some proper songs now, please? Okay, guys, no, look, we've got to stay there. We've got Martin, we've got Mike, we have got Drusy. Good evening, Drusy. Hi, Ian, you're right, mate. How's I'm, it going? I'm very well, thank you, Drusy. Uh, I was talking about the poor lady that um, suffered the. Drusy? Fra- uh, no, 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 no. Hang on, I'm getting the thumbs up from Sam. Yeah, ruptured organ. So are you Hang on one second. No, let's, have, let's, let's have a little... Was he or not? No. You sure? No, but he... Yeah. Go on. Let's have this. Well, it's just... It does a thing every time, that's all. Oh, OK, right, fine. Yes, OK, yes, all right. No, um, we're, we're having, yes, go on. I, I'm, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. I'm cool, I'm same cool. Same thing happened to me when I um, used this... I suppose it's a stimulating aid. OK. We call it. Or she's yeah. a roast dinner, but... I um okay. I I got a birthday in this mate. Okay, well I'm 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 fortunate to hear that, Drucy. I would say just just kind of work. The first the first couple were great. Well, the first one was okay because we fir- weren't expecting it. Now it's uh... no. The first one was funny. Nah. The first you're you're just you're just uh, an uh, an moc. Uh, sorry, what? An m o m o c. What's that? I'm going to let you work it out. A miserable old. Yes. The first one was funny. I enjoyed the second one. The, the um, they've all gone downhill since then. Let's try um, Mike. Good evening, Mike. Hello. Are we all all right? Yeah, you better get off speakerphone right now, boy. I'm in my car. What I'll the... pull over if you want. Yes, hold you on. will. Thank hold you very on. much. We'll come to you in a second. Come on, he knows the rules. This is Mike Marshall. He knows the rules. Let's go to Martin. Good evening, Martin. Uh, good evening, you and Kathleen. I just want to bring like a bit of. Joint happiness to a country wrecked by a Brexit apocalypse. Is, is <laughs> this what an apocalypse? Yeah, you know, like the zombie, the Walking Dead. A pop, ugh, that word I can't say. Apocalypse. Um, That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. It, are you a, are you a record? Like, are you on a gramophone? <clears throat> no, I'm just. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Because uh, I sang a song two weeks ago in Cafe with Cafe Limbiscuit, which didn't go around too. Oh, long. God. right. I heard yeah. Martin. I was at home playing the Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4, and I heard that. And I texted Catherine and said, what is this? That was the worst bit of radio. No, it wasn't. No, it was awful. No, it can't be worse than Drusy. It was... No, I quite liked the first couple of Drusy's. The last two few have been rubbish. The first one was funny. But that him, this guy, singing Limp Bizkit for about eight minutes was... It was awful. It was awful. Yeah, but it was so awful... It, no, it, it was a moment. No, it was terrible. There were swear words in it. What, well, Ian? Ian, what? Yes. It got worse than that because I got booed off the stage last week in Good. City Centre. Good. Peaky Blinders because I sang a tribute to Ken from Newcastle called "God Is Dead" from Black Sabbath. Good. I'm and glad you got booed, got booed off. Booed I think off if people stage. listen, I'm all for embracing and encouraging yeah. talent. But if the talent isn't there, if you're awful, then you should be told you're awful. So I want to try and make, you know. 
a good thing to know by taking a different track. If it's if it's some rubbish heavy metal song, then I ain't interested. Well, uh, well, can Kathy decide the nuts? I don't know who Kathy is. I don't either. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Okay, okay. Can I have a crack, right? It's your pop. No. It's Led Zeppelin, Kashmir. Can I just have one minute, please? I tell you, I'm going to give you. Let me get my stuff. I'm going to give you thirty seconds. Right? Okay. I'm going to set it up like and get me synchronise it. You get okay. up, you you synchronise. You're going to okay. get you synchronise. Right, and and John Bom, John Bonham's son is on the drums. John Bonham. John Bonham. <laughs> <what> he says. <laughs> John okay. Bonham. Okay, I'm going to synchronise it. I think now. he probably did one, in the seventies. One. You got thirty seconds. One. One. Two, three. Stop. The clock has stopped. Started. Five seconds. I like this this, this riff. Don't like the singing. Either. Ten seconds have gone so far. You just played the record. Are you going to join in? Twenty seconds. Time's up. Um, that was awful. He, he was he, he wasn't synced up. He was singing. He was half a beat behind behind, and he sounded like Frank Sidebottom. You're <sighs> just jealous because it's talent I've found. Oh man, alive! Um, the talent you found. No, you didn't find it. Kathy found it. <laughs> my, let's hope my. I'm looking forward to the apocalypse. It, That's what I'm calling the concert. I'm going to put on the apocalypse. Um, Little Mix, uh, JLS, and that guy from uh, Birmingham. Uh, Mike Marshall, please tell me you're holding the telephone with your hands. I am, I am holding the telephone with my hands. Thank you, Marshall Mathers. What have you got for us? I've never heard that before, Marshall Mathers. Um, I've been to see Mandy this evening, starring Nicolas Cage, the world's greatest actor. Oh, no, don't tell us anything about it, because me and Kath have got free tickets to go and see it at some point. It's a, it's a very limited release, isn't it? When you say some point, that sounds very open-ended. Yes, mate, because I have to be really good friends with one of the people from the, the PR team, Kate, uh, who, Kate, who is listening now. Good evening, Kate, um, who's got the coolest surname in the world, which I'm not going to say. I'm not going to reveal her identity, but she's got a cool... I'm going to write down the surname for um, Kathy. There we go. That is a cool surname. Oh, are you? Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, and Kate uh, has it really is. Kate has given has said that we can go and see it um, at any of the screenings that we want, and there's some in November, and so we're going to see it. So don't give me any of this. I'm so sorry for what I've just done. I was shouting there, and you know why. Don't give me any of this. Um, it's exclusive. You won't get to see it. This is that. Don't give me. Don't any... fan it at me. I'm fanning it away from me because I'm choking. I was, I was just worried you'd miss it. I wasn't trying to. Is put, it? You know, so it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a it's a it's a horror film, starring the one the only star of Raising Arizona, Nicolas Cage. And I've got to tell you, I really can't stand yep. Nicolas Cage. Or horror films. No, I quite like horror films. It, you don't. You. Oh, Mike's Mike's remembering bits from it. Look, and he's that's how scary what's it is. Wrong with, this. My, my second point was Nicolas Cage is the world's greatest actor. He's brilliant. No, he's brilliant. He's no. he, he's a talent. He's he's he's, he's he comes, as many people know, he comes from Britain, he's British, and he is the greatest actor this country has ever turned out. Forget your Laurence Olivier's and your Hugh Grant's and your Danny Dyer's. For me, Nicolas Cage it sums up Britain and British acting 
Um, unlike in, unlike any other. Is he acting other... like a man who's not wearing a wig this time, or has he got the wig on? Because I can't. He's got a hair transplant. Clearly, oh, he's had a hair transplant. Uh, so do you fixate actually... on the hairline every time? So that's actually his hair. God. But I think I've not tugged on it or anything, so I can't say with absolute certainty. Is it off-putting, um, though? Because it used to be off-putting in the past. Can we stop talking about the man's hair, all right? <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> his performance. <laughs> all right, or, or Lady I, Gaga's hair put me off or, in Star is Born. Or I tell you what, let's talk about a female actor, and I call them actors, um, and let's talk about her, her, her lovely boobs. Because no. the lovely boobs get in the way of the it's acting. It's quite different. I just no, said... it's not if she's had a boob job. It's not. It's exactly the same well, thing. Well, OK, well, I talked about Lady Gaga's exactly face and same, hair putting me off in same, The Star Is Born. Exactly the same thing. Stop it, man. How is A Star Is Born? Apart from in Uncut magazine, where it got six out of ten, everywhere it's getting, like, four or five stars. It is atrocious. They did give us wine in the screening. It is absolutely atrocious, that film. It is. There are some good bits in it, but it's lousy. It's ponderous. It's a stinker. She's good. <coughs> I'm going to have to go because there's a call on the other line, but thank you. Oh, I'm glad Bye. the other call's more exciting. Thanks, Mike. It's Nicolas Cage. Then what you're saying about my hair. Um, I thought she. I think she shows great talent as an actor. I just don't think that was her part. No, no. It's a lousy, lousy, stinky, stinky film. I've got the Judy Garland version, though, because I want to watch that again. Is that the one with Jimmy Stewart? No. Um, James Mason. James Mason. James Mason. James Mason. I'm going to make you into a star. And then I'm going to kill myself. But it's about um, the movie stars yes. in it, not rock and roll stars. They are. It was Streisand that turns them into rock stars. Rock stars. Of course, in this one, um, he should have been turning her into um, like a, the voice of Alexa or something. I'm going to turn you into the voice of a robot. Because that brings it up to date. Mm. Um... Nolok. Nolok. Okay. Hello. Yeah. After the way you spoke to my kids on Friday, mate, you're never coming on this show ever again. Okay. Thanks very much for your call. Put a warning by his name, please, and never let him come on the show ever again. He was very, very rude to my beautiful children, and not even in a joking way, in a thoroughly unpleasant way. And you think you can come on my show and, and play with my football? In my garden, after the way you spoke to my the, the purest people in my life? Not a chance, buddy. Don't work like that. Oh, three! For, you just scuppered yourself forever. Oh, three, four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Happy 20th birthday, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. One of the greatest pop songs of all time. I think that's indisputable. Watershed moment. It was a great moment. I remember where I was. First time I heard it, first time I saw the video, I was at home and I was watching the TV. And um, it was it was a groundbreaking moment. Probably going live or something. Would have been going live. What was, what was, the, what was the Saturday morning... Eight fifteen to Manchester. No, that, 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 no, no, that was much earlier. Um, that was much earlier. This is probably going live. And I'd like to say, Brittany, if you're listening, thank you. Um, I'm glad you made it out the other side. You know, although the video of you taking acid and talking about time travel actually I found fascinating. I think we share a lot of the same philosophies and ideas about time travel. And I wonder if you also think those things when you're not high on a psychedelic hallucinogen. Because I, I think those things when I'm, I'm clear-headed. 
about the time travel. And Brittany, from my point of view, you don't know anything about acid, but I do love a fluffy pen. Mm. So thanks. Isn't, thanks. It, isn't it great that she's still alive? Yeah. After everything, because they, they they, we were all waiting for her to top herself or mm-hmm. to, you know, a car crash. The shaved head. It wasn't looking good, was it, for Britney? What was that, 20... I'm going to say 2005? Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, she was going out with Kevin, somebody. Federline, she's married. Kevin Federline. Were they married and at Boy, point? oh boy, was she ever Federline with that guy, with that loser. That guy fed her a line. That guy fed a line to her. She, but she was fed a line or two, probably. Yes. Um, Twenty two thousand and seven. Oh, yeah. and um, we all lapped up her m- very quick mental breakdown. We lapped it up. I was probably lapping it up at the time. Well, you got to remember where it it come from. I mean, she was what sixteen, seventeen when she yeah. became really, really super famous, one of the most famous virgins on the planet. Yeah. Remember that whole thing that she'd promised to wait till oh, she was married, that I whole thing, that. even though she was clearly going out with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um and then when they broke up, it was like that, that's when that, that facade was dropped. And she's grown she into came a, back as a woman. She's grown into a great woman. She's grown into one of the greatest women. What happened to, and I, I suspect she was superseded by Lady Gaga. Um, Aguilera. Aguilera. I used to like Aguilera. I thought she had a great voice. She had her own problems. Stunning, did she? Yeah. I don't really know much about her. Drink. I know she, oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Was it really? Yeah, she got married, didn't she? And then yeah. it seemed to have stabilised. You're and then... beautiful. Was that her? Yes. That was a that was a great song. She's great. What was it, an advert? Or she was a pop... like the Dirty Britney, wasn't she? She was. She was like the Rolling Stones, the Britney's Beatles. <laughs> she was. I always thought. Was it an advert or a pop video where she's on a chair, she's in an office, and you just see her going up and down? And so from the window, it looks like she's having it off. I don't but know. she's just playing with a chair that goes up and down. That was <laughs> the punchline to it. I don't know. It may have been an advert for Coke or something. Mm-hmm. She was great, Christine. It was, it was booze, was it? Yeah. Isn't that a shame? But then... She had, she had a voice. Yeah. She could she could, she could could wail. Pretty sure she still has got a really good voice. But it was uh, Timberlake that came out victorious <laughs> of the three Mouseketeers. Well, it's always the, it's always, always the bloke, isn't it? The patriarchy is weighted in their favour. Well, they were all really famous from an early age, and I always think you've got to be extraordinary not to go off the rails at some point. When you get everything you want when you're 18, what, what's the point? Mm, yeah, yeah. So either he did it in secret or he didn't do it. Yeah, it possibly had a, he had a, 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 a team that were better at putting up a barrier around him and hiding it hiding it from everyone. Maybe because he, he was in a group. It. Yeah, or, or he didn't do it. Yeah. Or he was, um, I was going to say sensible, but sensible's not really the right word. Or he was he was just lucky yeah. and managed to escape the pitfalls. Mm. He makes movies now, doesn't he, Timberlake? He does everything. I he's... always confuse him with Leonardo DiCaprio, though. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he can act. Um, he goes on Jimmy Fallon a lot. Jimmy Flannel? Fannel, Fallon, Fallon. Because she, Britney tried a movie, Crossroads, that didn't work. It was work. awful. Was I it? did watch it, yeah. Was it? Uh, I loved Britney. Yeah. I loved Britney. And then she went through a phase, like, she went to Vegas and stuff and started doing a lot of work in her pants and being walked up and down steps by dancers. Yeah. But uh, by all accounts, she's uh, back with a bang now. She and I, I think, would get on. Mm-hmm. I think we'd have a great time. I think we'd, um, we would have a, we'd ruin a hotel room. I think... If she just got to know me, oh God! If she just got to see 
the the man behind the microphone um then i think i think what is she now she's got to be like 35 so that's legal by quite some way uh, no th- th- if hit me baby was 20 years ago she was what 17 she's 37 right fine Okay, I can work with those stats, and I think she could work. She needs a father figure. Oh, God, no, she really doesn't. She needs a father figure. She's 36. Okay, well, she needs a guiding hand, probably a firm hand, to um, to help her. This is a bit creepy now, mate. It's not, what is creepy? That, about... that, especially what? that noise you just did. Hey, mm-hmm. <sighs> Brittany. Well, all I'm saying is, if anyone has her telephone number, it would be great... To it'd be great to have a chat with her, Brittany. Go ex directory if you're not. It would be great to have a chat with her. Just talk, just talk. See what happens. See where it goes. If that spark is there, why would you deny that spark? You can't. You can't. I'm going to do. I don't normally do this. I'm going to do. I'm going to make a viral video. Okay, so set the start the clock at eleven twenty-two and eight seconds. Can I just remind you? Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay, fine, and that's don't so embarrass I, yourself. I'm mate. gonna do a, I'm gonna do a sensitive viral video, eleven twenty two and eight seconds on the late night alternative on talk radio. Uh, Brittany, you probably are aware of me. You probably, I imagine, were a big, huge fan of the eleven o'clock show. I'm Ian. It was the brains behind that? I discovered Gervais and Sasha and all those other losers. Um, you more than likely voted for me in the I'm a Celebrity Show 2018 when I came third. Should have come second. It was not point not one percent between me and Thingy Bob. All I'm saying is, Britney Spears, give me a chance. I think that you and I could have a great time together intellectually, intellectually talking about books and about time travel and philosophy and music. And then if things went well, if we connected on an intellectual level, then I'd like to try and connect with you spiritually. So we've got the spiritual, we've got the, we've got the brain, all the chakras are aligning, Brittany. We've got the brain chakra, we've got the heart chakra, and then I would like to see if I could get the willy chakra. Well, right. Brittany, this is my best friend, but please, from the bottom of my heart, he's a mess. Give him a swerve. Um, Brittany, my telephone number is 0344 I'm on the talk radio weeknights from 10, and um, it would be very, very easy for me to get rid of that. Make that viral now. Can you make that viral? And if it goes viral... So Britney calls. Yes, mate. Here's the thing. Oh, here's the thing, right? A fella made a video once about Celine Dion, and she saw it, and she invited him to his, to her show. Yeah, so a big softy. So stuff like that happens. Dreams can come true. Dreams can come true. I think you might have blown it with the mention of the Willie book. Well, I think, I think that that cheeky little side is what's going to make her go, oh, this guy's great. Who's this guy? Who is this guy? Who's who's this guy? Hey, hey, come and have a look at this. I mean, um, who is this guy? I mean, I shouldn't, but I'm. Oh, I've been watching it on repeat all day, and I just. Can we cancel tonight's concert? I I just can't can't focus. This guy, this guy's great. I'm. hmm. God bless. It's good to have dreams, isn't it? I think. I think I'm. I think I want to make love to him. No. After we've connected mentally and spiritually. <laughs> you're such an idiot. You're, 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 well, here's the thing. You can be my best man at the wedding to Britney Spears. <laughs> okay, because that's going to happen. i tell you who I, who I hate. <laughs> Is it Al Pacino? <laughs> I hate people. That, I hate people. The miserable, 
soulless scum of the earth. By the way, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The hate Halloween. Oh I, yeah, I hate Halloween. It's not even an English thing. Uh, yes, it is. Actually, if you go back far enough, and I know what they mean when they say that. They mean the the commercialization and the trick or treat. Okay, the well, fun part. The fun part. But what I was talking to someone about this the other day. <coughs> And I was like, what? I don't like Halloween. What, what, what don't you like? People knocking on my door. Okay, well, the, there are ways to have people not... To, to get most people not to knock on your door. Leave the porch light off and don't have any Halloween decorations Yeah, don't out. put a pumpkin out. Because our rules, when I take the kids trick-or-treating, if the porch lights are on and there's a pumpkin out, that's worth a knock. Yeah, that's, that's a universal worth, sign, That's actually. worth a knock. And quite often, some houses... We'll have the lights off. Oh, fine, we don't go there. Some houses, and this is great as well, because it's sort of getting involved but not getting involved. They'll leave a big bucket of sweets out there and they just a sign saying, grab a handful. Yeah. And that's it. And as long as people stick to Kids have got tiny hands. You grab a handful of refreshers and drumsticks and chopper chops. You put them in there. And that's great as well, because the kids love it. And here's the thing. I was, I, was, I, was, I was taking the boys to get their hair cut right. And so we're talking about it, and, and I'm going, this is great. It's the greatest thing, and I love it. And it's, we, it's only in the last few years it's become a thing. That was it. The guy was, was, had been living in Mexico, and he was surprised. He's from here, but he'd been living in Mexico, and he was surprised at how he said his Halloween big over here now. I said, oh, yeah, it is. The last four or five years, it's really taken off mm-hmm. and become a great thing, and it's fun, and I love it. And I probably won't get it this year because I'm on a street, really quiet street, and also, I'm out Saturday night, and I'm out Wednesday night, which are the two times that you're likely to get it. Um, but I love the, when I lived in Windsor, you get a knock on the door, and you open it, and there's, like, some kids, his mums or dads stood at the top of the drive, and there's some kids with blood, and you go, oh, my goodness! Oh, oh, that is trick-or-treat! Oh, well, a treat! Hang on a second, let's see if we've got anything. Yeah, here we go. Oh, man, who, what are you supposed to be? What, who are you? Oh, this is incredible. What are you, 15? You're eight? Wow, I love all of that. I yeah. love, every time the door opens, oh my goodness, what is this? It's the most fun. I think this will be the first year I don't do it, right? <laughs> and I always go with the girls. We, my mum and dad live round one corner. My in-laws live around another. Yeah. I've got friends in a couple of streets down. We only go to people's houses that we know. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I always dress up yeah. with the girls. So I've been, uh, I've been Lily Monster. I've been. Oh, I saw the picture of that. That was a great one. <laughs> that been, was a great one. I've been one. the Bride of Frankenstein with the like the tall wig. I've been a vampire with the big hood. Kids were quite scared of the hood and the cape. It's yeah. like it's a belter. Yeah. Um, and what else have I been? Oh, the one that really got my eldest when she was little was when I came downstairs dressed as the Wicked Queen from Snow White. Aye. Oh, it was great. They love it. But this year, my eldest said to me, Mum, I don't really want to come trick-or-treating with you this year. I want to go with my friends. Wow. And I went, okay, well, um, you're not doing it to humour me. You know I was doing it for you. It's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And my other one, it's go- my youngest is going to a party, so I've got no one to go trick-or-treating with this I'll year. I'll go trick-or-treating with you. Oh. The woman in... The- then there was another customer in there, barbers. Uh-huh. Woman, mum, with two ki- two daughters. And she said to me, and I laughed along with it, and I'm thinking... What a horrible, horrible thing to say. Right. She went, well, sometime last year, we tricked the trick-or-treaters. Oh. I went, oh, really? What did you do? She said, well, it, it, we took off, we would take off the chopper chops, the round lollies, and we put Brussels sprouts on and wrapped them up. And then she said in something else, she put a tomato inside it instead of a treat or something like that. And I was thinking, you miserable 
You miserable so-and-so. That's not it. So you got one over on a five-year-old. <laughs> Good one. You know, that's... that's so, but also, it is mean, because a kid... If a kid goes, mm, chop-a-chop, hum, and suddenly they've got a Brussels sprout in their mouth, that can, that can mess them up. I remember I couldn't eat olives for 15 years, because the first... 20 years. The first olive I ever had, I thought was a grape. Yeah, so I was expecting set, one thing. I was set for grape, and it was olive, and it was... I was 15, and it was so upsetting that I couldn't have an olive for... for uh, it was about 20 years, so I got on my wife, who was Greek. Um, and then I had to be introduced really... And I still can't really stomach olives. Um, so you can't do that to little kids. Do you know what? It's it's funny to do that sort of stuff to a grown-up. Yeah, not to kids. But not to a five, six-year-old. Do you know what? They they really just enjoy going... It's not even about getting loads of sweets. It's about being out in the dark yeah. with a torch. Yeah, bit spooked. Dressed up. Knocking on people's doors. Seeing and... the other troops going around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to stop you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've got a really important phone call. Good evening, Brittany. Mm. Hi, this is Ian Lee. Yes, it is, Ian Lee. Is that Brittany Spears? I just heard you talking on the radio. Yes. You, you, uh, you want to do a hook-up? I want to do a hook-up with you, Brittany Spears. I can't believe it's you. That's amazing, man. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you have your own legs? Sorry? Do you have your own legs? I, have my, I do have my own legs, yes. And your eyes, are they your own? They, that, my eyes are my own, yes. The same eyes I was born with, yes. They're blue. Well, that's a start. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, well, Brittany, I would love to, to connect with you, as I said, on a, on a mental and a spiritual level. And then if, if that worked well, maybe 20 minutes later, we could connect on a sexual level, on a dirty sexual level. I'd like to do all of those at once. Sort of, like, spiritual... Mental and physical, all at once, like wow. that tantric sex thing yep. that Sting does. Yes. It's the holy trinity, isn't it? The mental, the physical, and the spiritual. And it, it really heightens... Oh, and now that I'm coming off my medicine, I can ejaculate. Oh, right, OK. Have you done that shit before? <laughs> I ain't done it before. I've done it before, yes, Brittany. So you need know what to do, huh? I wouldn't know. Ex- I wouldn't. I can bring a fil- I can bring a, a DVD or something to show you. Can you? Can you stick on YouTube? I will stick on YouTube. Yes, Brittany. Listen, oh. keep, give your details to Sam, and we'll. we'll I'll call you off there. This is it, boy Lee. This is it. I don't know. It sounds more like Stevie Nicks. I'm gonna date a pop star. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On talk radio. But just embrace Halloween. It's kids having fun. It's kids dressing. It's a horrible commercial Americanism. Well... Yeah, there are aspects of that, but you can buy into it or not buy into it. You can get a big bucket of cheap sweets for, like, four quid. Cheapy, horrible, crappy sweets, if you want, for four quid that kids would still be happy with. Probably won't want to eat them, but you get a big bucket of that. Or you can just you can spend a little bit more and buy some buy, buy something a little bit nicer, which I like to do. Get, get a load of drumsticks. Kids love drumsticks, right? 
Do that. But you don't have to go and buy all the decorations and all. You don't have to do that. You, you don't even have to have a pumpkin if you don't want. My mum's done that. She's got a bowl with a claw hand that comes out and gets you when oh. you put your hand in. Oh. She's got a ghost in a bottle. Watch, um, um, uh, what's it, Do Little 2? Goosebumps 2, because there's one of those. Oh, there. is there? But you don't even need to get, you don't even need to get a pumpkin if you don't want. Pumpkin's like a quid. You don't even need to get a pumpkin. Just, just write in a bit of card. But Halloween as well. Trick or treat. Welcome here. Stick that on the door. That's it. You can do it for nothing, man. You do it for pennies. Listen, I get it if you've got... You know, we live in areas where it's generally little kids that come round and knock on your door. I think the oldest kid that comes round is probably about 13. We don't tend to get kids banging banging on the door like you owe them money and it's just like big lads in hoodies. We don't get that. I get it if it's frightening for you because it's that going on in your area. Yeah. But don't no. be mean if it isn't. I don't even get that. When people knocking on the door, get over it. Get a life, get over it. Get a life, get over it. Come on, man. There's so much misery in this world at the moment. You don't want some kids knocking on the door, getting some sweets. What do you want, caller? Okay, well, that's a noise. What have you got, Catherine Boyle? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Switchboard is empty. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Give us a call if you are one of the Halloween haters, um, or if you embrace it. Um, let us know why, because I just, I just think it's fun. Kids knocking on my door when it's dark and dressed up and blood dripping out of them. That's great. Go on. <laughs> right, staying with the Halloween theme. <laughs> yes, man. Here's one of the things I really love about festivals and holidays in this country, right? Yes. Sir. There's always someone who puts on an event that's flipping rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Parents have slammed a Halloween event, Scream Mania, in Greater Manchester. It promised amazing special effects and a family-friendly, immersive atmosphere. Here we go. <laughs> Families are saying, "Oh, it's going to be rubbish." A shambles. Organisers of Screamania promised tr- to transform Reddish Vale Country Park in Stockport into a spooky and entertaining attraction. But families who attended the opening day on Saturday, according to the Mail, said the event was a failed apprentice task. Oh. And claimed an inflatable maze fell apart within two minutes. By the way, that is a that's a terrible put down. I know. A failed apprentice I know. task. You know exactly what they're talking about. And claimed an inflatable maze fell apart within two minutes while staff ran around like headless chickens, which could be quite spooky in some lights. Yeah. Others said they merely found some go karts and half put up marquees in a field. Entertainment company, oh God, I've just seen one of the pictures. Entertainment company Red Mox Leisure has apologised profusely for letting everyone down and said the event, which cost £15 for children... For and, kids it was 15 yes, quid? Yes, and six for adults. What? ...was not ready on Saturday on, when everything on. went wrong. £15 for children yeah. and six quid for adults? Well, because they're expecting more kids than adults, I suppose. It's supposed to be a kid event. Well, hang on, that don't make that don't make sense. No, normally you pay less for children, don't you? That don't make sense. That's that. that they do. That's, this is one of the one that's of the confusing. one of the features is um, a car, a, a car with a skeleton in it, and a pallet like leaning a Mondeo, against it. A Mondeo with a, <laughs> a skeleton in it. Yes. What? <laughs> yes, it is. Flipping heck. Uh, and some fencing with um, some haunted houses stuck to it, and a spider's web. Oh man, it, it, it does look pony. Um. Claire Byrne, 34, beauty therapist, said, we're getting a refund. I'm mostly concerned about the health and safety. They're playing laser tag and the guns are really heavy and hard. A girl had just smacked her nose on one. Well... In the maze, the actors throw boiled sweets and kids are diving on each other to get them and the sweets are hitting them on the head. Well, I mean, oh, come on, Claire. 
She added, the magic show was not very good. I don't think he could handle that many children and some were loud. We were in there for ten minutes. He had a laptop hooked up to a screen, but he was just throwing inflatables into an imaginary cauldron and had a bubble machine. It was a massive letdown. There needs to be more stuff well, and characters on. about. Laptops aren't magic and inflatables aren't magic. That's disappointing. I mean... But the, the the rest of it sounds ace. What is that? Describe what you can see. This is someone's back garden. Some people on social media describe the event as hilarious rather than the intended spooky, with more pictures showing debris scattered around. It's just, there's, there's like a half-built marquee, yeah. but there's nothing. I don't understand what's there. There's nothing there. They weren't ready. Lauren Pritchard, here's a, here's a, a bit on Facebook from Lauren Pritchard. This event is an absolute shambles, to say the least. We arrived ten minutes before our slot. Oh, it was one of these things where you had to book an appointment. And we're told they weren't quite ready. Everyone running around like headless chickens. Health and safety non-existent. The event is nothing at all like advertised. From the event, you get the impression that this will be a brilliant, exciting, immersive family experience. Anticlimax is definitely what I would go with. I could have organised something better and much cheaper in my back garden. An absolute mess and not put together at all, uh, well at all. Save your money and don't bother is my advice. I would never go to like a huge event like that. Unless it's like an annual thing that's got a little bit of history behind it. You know, it's been going for like 5, 10, 20 years and you know is is going to be reputable. One of, something, a pop-up thing like that. Every year, you, you, you in two months' time, less than two months' time, blimey, we'll, there'll be a dozen stories about Christmas. Christmas ones, I know. Christmas fairs that have been put up by some dodgepots who've um, probably just... You know, just got, just got out of prison. Not to not, you know, people that got out of prison, but dodge pots, right? Who charge 25 quid a pop, and it'll just be a little bit of like shaving foam for some snow and um, like a midget painted up as an elf. And that'll be it. I love the stories of the drunken elves oh, and, you know, the Father yeah. Christmases with the. With a fag on. With a fag on. Yeah. <laughs> Great British Christmas. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Okay, so we've got the Halloween ones are, are kicking in. But also, you've got you. So, I mean, it's it's lousy because because kids get so excited by these things, and you you build it up, you build it up for a couple of weeks. Oh, they go to the yeah spooky Halloween uh, thing, and you get there, and then that's that's a big thing for them to be ruined. Sweet. Parents, you can laugh and go, "Well, this is crap," but I'm going to get my money. Yeah, I'm but I wouldn't sure laugh get... about fifteen pounds each. For kids. No, well, I, I would I would not leave until I got my money back. No, incredible. I would stand there and cause a scene. A couple of years ago, me and my family, my mum and dad, like. The whole family and my sister's kids as well were all in the Lake District. In fact, they've gone there this year. And um, they do this thing. At this, they've got this tiny little sort of miniature railway thing. Yeah. Say miniature railway. It's not one of those ones that's like a bench that you sit on. It's got carriages and everything. Okay. And it was the spooky ghost train. Yeah. It was brilliant. Each of the small sort of mountain railway tracks that they've got along the way yeah. was done up like a scene from a horror film. And they had like... Probably <coughs> probably students all yeah. dressed up and they'd come and bang on the sides of the carriages and stuff. And it was really well done. Doesn't take an awful lot, but, I mean, God, this is just... This is just no... They just weren't ready in in this case. And look, here's the advert for it. Scary, spooky path. It does look spooky, though. Yeah, but that wasn't there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, I've just had an email from someone who's from America who's called me Lane. As I as the hunt continues for Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Um Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on with that hunt. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. 
There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. You can listen on DAB. You can download the app. You can go to talkradio.co.uk. Don't forget this Saturday, there are only a handful of tickets now. You can come and see. Well, there are now, because, well, you know why. <laughs> you can come and see Fright Night with me and Catherine uh, at 2 North Down um, in London's King's Cross. It's eight quid, man. You can't even get a box, of, a packet of popcorn, large popcorn for eight quid. In this cinema. You get, for this, you get tickets. A ticket to come and see a movie. Um, in a small... It's like, hold 65 people. There's a bar there. It's like a little comedy club. It's great. It's not like... It is a lovely little comedy club. Uh, there's a bar there. It's going to be open during the whole film, so you can get up and you can get drinks. You can make noise. You can shout. You can cheer. You can boo. You can laugh. You can shout out funny comments. Me and Kath are going to do maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes at the start before the movie starts. We watch the movie. Then we have a little break. Um, and then we've got um, Gary Smart, to, who's going to help us do a Q&A afterwards, because he's made a really good document. If you buy the DVD of Fright Night, the 1985 version, you also get as a bonus on that, you get his documentary about the movie. You're that's, so cool, Brewster. Yeah, yeah, that's on there. So he knows everything about it. He's coming down. Um, and we'll, we'll, just have a, we'll just have a little chat about it, guys. Um, it's eight quid. This is kind of a punt, us doing this. You know, because we do the rabbit hole and we do kind of... And we're constantly trying to do new stuff. We ain't making money out of this. Trust us. We're going to make a little bit of money out of this, but we're going to throw it into the next one. And I think the tickets might be a little bit cheaper on the next one. Because we basically, we haven't quite sold out. And we need to sell out every time for it to be an ongoing, uh, viable thing for the venue to want to us to, yeah. to stay there. we got we got to fill it for the venue to, to, to... You know, it's not about us making our money back the venue want to see it full so if we don't fill it up you know two or three times in a row then we kind of stop doing it and that's fine and that's cool if that's the way it goes and that's um the way it goes we're looking i think the the, the next one is going to be november that saturday sunday november the 27th i think it is it's going to be an afternoon show 2 p.m just because we're all working and 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 it's looking like we might be showing the documentary american movie that is what it's looking like. Have you seen that, Sam? It's a great film. I, I'm still convinced it's a spoof, but everyone tells me it's a real movie. Everyone. So that looks like it's going to be the next one. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. I was looking at the Fright Night stuff today because yeah. um, I haven't seen it for a long time, I've never but seen I do it. love that film so yep. much. Yep. And even the sequel, not sequel, remake yes. um, with Colin Farrell was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. But um, I'd forgotten how. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's not schlocky, because schlocky suggests that it's badly made. It's really well made. It's proper 80s. And I was looking into some of the background of it as well and some of the ways that they did the um, special effects was actually quite painful to yeah. the actors. Like, they had these kind of really hard contact lenses they had to put in for the transformation scenes wow. and stuff. Some of them lost, you know, their sight for a, a good period of time. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just fascinating stuff. Really, really good stuff. And it's just a really, it's a, I, I find, I think it's a really cool film. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to seeing it with you guys. And of course, we'll be there. We'll be there sit, sat with you watching it. And you know, do the usual thing. You come along, you want pictures, you want to chat to us. We'll do all of that stuff. Um, ianlee.com slash event if you want tickets. ianlee.com slash event. Good evening, Josie. 
Hi. Hiya. Hi. I'm bringing up to say how much I love Halloween. Yay! Yay we, we go. got one. This Absolutely is what we want. It. Tell us why you love it, Josie. Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, I, I live in a, a little village in Suffolk, and we've got such a good system here where if you've got pumpkins and that outside, the kids will knock. If you haven't, they don't. Yeah. So nobody gets bothered that doesn't need to be bothered. And this year I'm going out trick-or-treating because two, um, two of my grandsons are coming down, So and one of them's only two, and it's his first time. Oi. That, so, and, and to a two-year-old, that's kind of nectar. What, I'm getting, I'm getting, I get to dress up and I get free sweets? Sorry, say that again. The, the two-year-old is thinking, I get to dress up and I get free sweets? I know. That's just heaven so for them. And because, and because I won't be in, I mean, obviously I'm dressing up as a witch. Of course you uh, are. But because I won't be in, I've, I've got my cauldron full of candied, candied eyes. Yeah, to that... take round and hand to the kids as I'm going round. Oh, I just love it. It's, it's, love it. Here's like the that. thing, right? And I, I get it. All right, as Cass said, some people don't like their door being knocked on. on oh, and some people live in areas and... where there are horrible kids that take the mick. Yeah, and and I, I've had it where you open the door and it's a couple of fifteen, sixteen year olds, and you're going, and they're just like in a tracksuit. You go, you go, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> but so... who who can complain about a two year old, an eight year old, a ten year old? Who can complain about them? Having the yeah. time of their lives. I, but I don't even mind the teenagers coming around. As oh, long really? As no, no. I mean, when when my older children were teenagers, we had a hilarious event once where they went they went round, and one of the lads thought it'd be really funny just to go round this in his underpants. He had nothing else on, <laughs> just his underpants. Flipping heck. But as he knocked on this one door, someone ran behind him and pulled him down. Oh, oh no! No, <laughs> naughty, but, naughty. Well, I thought it was hilarious because obviously it didn't happen to me. Yeah, but... there you go. You see. <laughs> um, so no, just... I, I, I don't know why people get sort of like upset about it's it. People, anything, people, you know? people who hate kids. Well, here's the thing: people hate kids. You were kids once, and your childhood may have been miserable, but don't make other people's childhoods miserable. We should treasure our kids, man, and we should spoil them, and we should uh, enjoy them because uh, they're the future. Come on, it's yeah. kids. I know, and it's only one night, in it? Exactly. Uh, it's, you know, but no, well, I love it. Nice I one, Josie. It. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Have a lovely Halloween. And you... Cheers. Like, like, there we go. Look at that. Perfect. That's what we want more of. It's kids, man. I don't want kids having a good time and having fun. We didn't have it in our day. No, I know we didn't have it in our day. And we'd watch E.T. and all these American movies and go, oh, that looks good. That looks good. And now we've got it. And I'm jealous of the kids. I'm jealous that we didn't have that. Yeah. When I was six, seven, eight years old. That's part of the reason why I always took my kids out. Yeah. Because I never got to do it, really. I love it. I get a bit nervous knocking on the doors. I, I stand back and let them knock on the door because I, I don't like talking to people, as you know, <laughs> despite this job. Um, I, I, so, so knocking on someone's door fills me. I've had to phone... Um, so I'm looking at, this is boring, I'm looking at getting my house repainted, and I'm also looking at maybe, I can't re, I can't afford it, maybe next year, getting a new bathroom put in, because I've got an old lady's bathroom, basically. I've got a, a bidet, which my boys find hilarious. They're going, can we wash our balls? No! <laughs> I don't even know how it works. My daughter thought you were really posh and had two sinks, one for big people and one for oh, little people. I'm tempted to get a urinal. Live there on my own, I'm a bloke. I pee a lot as I get older. Why not have a urinal? Um, so I've had to phone up. So I've 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 had so so I'm phoning up three painter and decorators and three bathroom specialists. Um, and then I'm probably going to have to get an electrician in at some point. So I've got, and then I've got to phone up. I've got to get some curtains. Oh, 
So I've got three numbers. I went on this website and I said, can you rec- this, this local Facebook page, can you recommend painters and decorators? And so I've got all these numbers, right, that have been recommended on this Facebook page. And I've just gone for the three. For, I've gone for the two that have had the most recommendations from people. Yeah. And one that looks posh, right? And there's like one that looks like it's a posh expensive. That's how I've done it, right? And, um, and I've had to phone them up. And trying to first of all, I've tried to email them and Facebook them, and not everyone's got back. So you've had to, I've had to phone them up, and I hate it. I hate it, and I've had to, and because I'm feeling lousy anyway, I've just phoned them up one at a time, and then gone and done something else for an hour, and then sight and go right. I'm going to go and phone this. I'm going to go and phone Sean up now. I'm going to phone it up. I'm going to phone him up and do it. Put the phone. I go. Oh, I've done that, and then I've gone and done something. Else. I can't just sit there and be one of those methodical people. God, I was trying to. Um, phone up one of the stores I was trying to book online to get someone to come and measure for curtains can't, I can't really afford any of this but I'm just looking into it and the online thing wasn't working so I had to phone them up oh it was torture and then they didn't answer and then they did and they said oh you got to phone this number and then I phoned them and they said oh the bloke you want to see isn't here I'll take your number and call you back and I'm just thinking oh god make this end this is awful. And then I've got to get light fittings because this is, this is old women's kind of fake brass chandeliers, you know, like these this horrible droopy things that look like they've got candles on and they're light bulbs. And I crack my head on them all the time because it's quite low ceilings. So then I came in to work to Kathy. I said, Kathy, can you help me look at light fittings? Gee, God, it's so boring. It's the most boring thing in the world, isn't it? It's so boring. It's really hard picking light fittings out for someone else's house. Yeah. When I've not really got a clue of what your and I don't care. vision is. I don't okay, care. well, as soon as you said you didn't care, then I found that I easy. just want stuff that I'm not going to bash Bang my head, head on. on. Right. And so you doesn't... don't want any swinging pen- pendulums? No, 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 no. I don't want any of that. I just want something that looks all right. It's not too expensive. Something that's mid-price that looks all right. Yeah. Can we do that, please? That's all I want. So we just went bosh, 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 didn't we? I hate it. Absolutely. I hate being a grown-up, right? I hate being a grown-up and doing these grown-up things. And then here's the thing. Again, this is a chemical thing as well with these drugs. And um, and also, it's, it's kind of a life thing. I just feel so overwhelmed. I'm in that house, which is beautiful, and I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. I'm so lucky. And it's just... I could live in a place like that. I can't... Here's the thing as well you need to remember. Yeah. It's fine as it is. It's just you no, want to make it your own. But I can't but I'm just overwhelmed by it. I get home and it's and it needs a clean and mm. I just I just I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed by it. And I'm hoping that once the chemical thing finishes that I kinda get able to uh, I become underwhelmed. <laughs> Good evening, Star. Hello. Hello. What you got? Well, I'm a very, very, very big fan of Halloween as well, but Here we, we call it Sawen. You call it what? Sawen. Sawen? Yeah, Sawen. What's she saying? Sawen. Sawen, what's that? Well, it's, um, That's the actual it's the pagan name of pagan, Halloween. Pagan Halloween, isn't it? Oh, okay, right. Okay, right. Okay, right. Well, what does... Okay, right. I don't know. I don't know. You respond to that, Catherine, because I've run out of responses. Tell us, tell us more, That's stuff. the response. Thank you. What? Well, you know, we believe in the part of the two realms, the oh. curtain between, that actually becomes dinner. So, you know, 
spirits from the other side can actually come over. Do you actually do you actually believe that that the, the yeah. curtain yeah, between the spirit yeah. world and the physical world becomes thinner? Wowzers! Yeah, I, I didn't realize. And you can actually contact people. That's why a lot of people like to do seances and oh. things like that on Halloween night because you you sometimes get a lot better response. Um. Okay. So kind of in the Mexican Day of the Dead kind of tradition where you think that there yeah. is certain times of the yeah. year when you're when the two worlds are closer. Yeah. So is basically our version of your new year. It's when we bring in the new year. Okay. If if only ghosts were real and talking <laughs> they to are. The, come Civics on. Are real. Come on. They are. Come on now. Come on now. Seriously. Come on now. Put that down. Spirits, spirits are real, seriously. Okay, where's your Ev? Give me some Ev. I want hard Ev. I've, I've actually seen a spirit. I, I actually see my nan. Shut she actually up. came to me when I was younger. And was this I before was she died? I saw my nan when she was younger yeah. as well. This is after she was up, like, after she died. I was really upset. Yeah. And so you, uh, had a dream about, you had a dream about your no, nan? I actually, no, I actually woke up. But I, was, I, was, oh, I was awake. Okay. I was sat in bed crying. And then the next thing I know, I just felt something softly sit on the bed. Do what on the bed? And sit. sit on the bed. Yep. Sit. Yes. Um, I looked up and my nan was sat at the bottom of the bed looking at me. Yeah. She grabbed my hand and she said, you know, don't be sad. Here's the thing. Here's the I'm thing. There. I'm only rushing you because I've got to hit the news in 50 seconds. But I have had dreams where I'm convinced yeah. I am awake in bed. But it's a dream. And I'm convinced I'm awake in bed. I can feel it, I can see it, and I'm sat up in bed. But actually, it's a dream. No, I was awake. I, I hadn't gone to bed. I hadn't gone to sleep yet. I'd gone to in bed. Your, in your dream, you hadn't gone to sleep no, yet? No, no, no. I'd actually gone upstairs, yeah. got into bed, yeah. and I was really upset. And, and it, it only been like a week since my, my nan had died. I'm sorry I about that. I was really upset. And you fell asleep, and then you dreamt I, that you hadn't no, gone to sleep? No, I hadn't fell asleep yet. I was still sat in bed crying, and then my nan came to me. In your dream? No, it wasn't a dream. It was real. <laughs> Seriously. Not, I've got listen. Thank you. You're, I've got to go because we're late. I've got to hit the news at a specific time for some reason. It's live news, so I've got to stop talking now. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When new adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style.
I don't think Drusy was um, happy with, uh, with the way he was treated. Oh, well. <laughs> Good show, Ian. You were as funny as a killer bee attack in a hot air balloon. Dude, I was paying you compliments, but... <laughs> I don't understand. Um, uh, and, and, and there it goes. You know, there it goes. I was paying you compliments, man. I was defending you. Tonight you weren't funny. I, this is, the, oh God's sake! This is the thing, right? I try and help, and I try and encourage people to phone in, and then then I get abuse. Kath was the one that was rude from you. I said you were fun. The first one was funny, and it went downhill from there. It did, and I and I and I went along with it. Tonight was awful. Um, but I mean, unless you're doing a thing now. On Twitter, I just don't know. I just don't know. If yeah, I've got one as well. Good show. Said? You were as funny as a nuclear missile attack on a residential home with broken fire extinguishers. That's well, then that's got to be a gag, then, hasn't it? Um, that's got to be a gag. I think that's the problem. <laughs> that's got is that is that a gag? Drucy, is that a gag? Is that is that a gag? Um, I'm trying to find his real name because he emailed me uh, when when I said don't. Um, what was his first name? Carl, wasn't it? It was the first time he called up. Carl's Cole. Oh, is someone called... Um, Stephen Philip Druce. Um, so I don't know if you're doing a thing or not, man, but I can tell you that, that, that your, your, your tweet has, uh, has left a sour taste in my mouth. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, and I'm assuming that wasn't your intention. Your intention was not to leave sour taste... Um, in in my mouth, I'm guessing, and that that's part of the part of the shtick. I'm guessing, um, but if uh, but if it was to leave a sour taste in my mouth, well, then you won. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not a f- massive fan of the prank calls, you know, because they don't really work on this show. You got the first one. I, and I know you weren't so keen, Kath. I genuinely thought the f- thought the first one was funny. I thought the first one was funny. I thought the second one was quite good. And then the third one, you know, kind of the, dipped off. It was okay. But the problem is, yeah, it's the prank call is a little bit um, pointless on this show because you can come on and do whatever you want. Um, so, you know, um, don't, don't, don't turn it into a thing, man. Don't turn it into a thing. And, and, and also, you, you emailed me after I'd said I don't like people telling me I don't like to. I don't want to know when it's a prank. You know, I, I know it's a prank, but I don't want people to get into say, "Hey, um, you know that call you had earlier on?" Oh, wink, wink, wink. Uh, it was me. I don't want to say anything, but it was actually me doing a funny voice. Anyway, onwards and upwards. Oh, three. I'm. I'm, a, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, um, Steve, Big Steve, um, that you don't want to put a, a sour taste in my mouth. So peace and love. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. 1,000 is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give us a call, 
Um, you're very, very welcome too. Give me these newspapers. Oh, hi, Mark. It wasn't me. I didn't hit her. I swear to God, it wasn't me. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I do a really good impression of Tommy Wiseau. You do. How, 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 how cool and indeed how useless is that? It serves nobody. As, uh, cond- as condom made to last 1,000 motions... He's counting. Well, I mean, some women are. Couples keep count. This is what he says in the sum. What's the longest a bloke is likely to last during sex? According to scientists, it's up to a thousand thrusts. Okay. That's the number of movements a new type of condom will withstand. Backed by former Microsoft boss Bill Gates. What? He's got to be backing you when you're doing it? US researchers are developing the high-tech polymer-coated sheath. I, I just use um, the handle from a Tesco bag. Bag for life, which is less likely to spit, split, spit, split and spit than traditional Johnny's because it is self-lubricating. So you've got to have like a tap on it or something, a faucet. Um, but sexpert Annabelle Knight reckons the typical number of thrusts a guy makes before he finishes is much lower than a thousand. She says the average sexual encounter lasts 19 minutes. Now, this is important because if I was 0344 499 1000, we've got no calls on the switchboard, so it's going to get filthy. Now, as a young man, stuff like this stuff like this doesn't bother me now, but as a young man, when you're starting out in the sexual world and you don't know what's normal in terms of shape and size and performance and you, you don't know. Porn is your only reference. Um, and that is, and that's know, no that's guide. completely abnormal. Um, so 19 minutes, you think, geez, got to be in, inside for 19 minutes. But that's not what that means. Sexual encounter lasting 19 minutes. That's from, from kiss to finish. That's not. That's, that's not. from soup to nuts. Yes. Isn't it? Well, great, great time to remember that phrase. Is that what it's called? Well, Soup from soup to nuts. That's a description of a meal, an yeah. old-fashioned meal. Yeah, All right, I'd say cheese board, but no, no, but the, the, no. The nuts would come after the cheese board. Oh, really? There's a there's a Marx Brothers film called From Soup to Nuts, and I for ages I didn't know what it was. And it, but that's 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 a meal from the beginning of the meal and the end of the meal gotcha. is the nuts, um, as much as in this case. So sexual encounter here that lasting 19 minutes. Yeah, that's from soup to nuts. Oh, here we go. Yeah, let's say 25. percent This is Annabelle Knight, sexpert. 25% of that time is foreplay. So that's kissing, little slap on the bum. Gosh, you really do know. Um, little little lick of the neck, little whisper of something in your ear. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, do it to you. Good night. The unzipping of the fly. Going for a pee. Taking your socks off. Okay. So that's almost 15 minutes of sex. 15 minutes of sex. I got 15 minutes. I couldn't do 15 minutes of sex. 15 minutes of... I couldn't do that. I could, well, well I could, hopefully you're changing it up a little bit. I could back in the old days, but now I'm coming off the pills, you know. Um, with around 30 to 40 thrusts per minute. What, what? are these guys? Athletes? <laughs> Is this the Olympic team doing this? 600 thrusts in a session. So who is right, asks the son. Is it the boffins? Or is it the bonking experts? Here, four couples 
Count their thrusts during one sex session oh, and reveal if the quantity gosh. is important as quantity. And here's the thing, right? You know that each couple would have added about 150 to 300 thrusts on. No one's going to go, well, it was 15 thrusts. <laughs> Actually, it was 12, but the last three, I was just, you know, showing enthusiasm. So, it's thrust number. So, we've got couples, Lana and Steve... Terry and Ronnie, oh, blimey. There's a couple of others in that couple as well. Serena and Jay and Bonnie and Jay. Right, Serena and Jay and Bonnie and Jay. They're different Jays. They're liars. So Lana and Steve, it's 405 thrusts, and she looks disappointed. I see. She looks really disappointed. Yeah. Um, Terry and Ronnie, 656. I mean, fair play, though. That would... Um, okay. You, 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 yeah. Serena and Jay, 2,250 thrusts. That Jay looks pleased with himself. Yep. And Bonnie and Jay, 2,400. So let's go... Okay, so let's go to the first one. Lana and Stephen. Right, and in both pictures of Stephen, he's got his fist clenched and he's pulling it down in a yes kind of way. That's exactly what was... Um, uh, Drusy's being called. Thank you, Drusy. Well, peace and love. Peace and love. Okay. Um... Uh, there was, okay, you, you try and get that on Dot and Show. Try and get that on LBC, and then you got something. So, um, so Lana and Stephen, four hundred and five. That's fifteen minutes at twenty-seven thrusts a minute. IT workers, Lana, Karina, thirty, and Stephen Lech, thirty-four, live together in Greenwich, South East London. They've been together for eight years. Lana says the idea of a thousand thrusts seems very excessive. I don't think many people could make it to that but it's good that there's a condom lubricated enough to help our sex life is still good we both feel attractive um and are still attracted to each other we do a lot of dancing go to the gym and stay fit i know some couples get bored but we haven't we managed to keep things heated in the bedroom but when stephen takes his shirt off i think ooh, nice not how many thrusts can he do I think sex is about other things as well as just thrusting. It's about the whole package, not just your pelvic reflexes. Yeah. A woman needs to feel turned on. And it doesn't always have to be the guy in the driving seat. So they're doing it in their car. Uh, Stephen says, 405 seems about right. 1,000 seems a bit time-consuming. I counted that amount in my head and it felt like it would be ages. <laughs> Yeah, I want my sex to be over as quickly as possible as well, well Stephen. It's just, uh, I right. I think of uh, first of all, yes. right. I kind of believe them. They're probably the only ones telling the truth. I think they've exaggerated as well. I think the ones at the other end of the spectrum. I mean, two thousand two hundred fifty, two thousand four hundred and what, four hundred. Yeah, that's a nice round number. Um, did they not do anything else? Were they just? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, my God. Um, Boring. Okay, next couple. Terry and Ronnie. 656. And, um, you know, gosh. They're a good-looking couple. And Terry and Ronnie ain't bad either. Thanks very much indeed. Customer service. 16 minutes, 41 thrusts a minute. Customer service worker Terry Wilkins, 30, has been with 36-year-old technician Ronnie James for a year. Terry says, so that's the lady... We have a very active sex life and have sex every day. Oh, for God's sakes. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Read a book. 
I'm more than happy with the number of Ronnie's thrusts. It's more about what he does in bed and the sexual positions. I don't want it to be thrust, thrust, thrust like a jackhammer. That's not satisfying for me, and it can be over too quickly. Uh, a condom that keeps you both lubricated does sound interesting. And I would like to try it when it comes out. When it comes out. Oh, when it's released. Um, you, um, Ronnie says, I think six, five, 656 is good. We have a good sex life. Um, as long as you're satisfying your missus, why does it have to go on and on? Nobody wants to get bored. Me and Terry are at it every day. <laughs> at it, though. How right. romantic. Now we get into the professionals. Stroke liars. 0344 499 if you want this sick filth to end. This is Serena and Jay, 2,250. That's 45 minutes, 50 thrusts a minute. Secretary... Who gets described as a secretary anymore? As a secretary, is a normally it's like that's a very that seems like a very old fashioned job. It's not a PA or PA HR mm-hmm. HI HR secretary. So that feels very eighties, doesn't it? And not you know, Serena Bailey, thirty six, lives in Southampton with her two daughters from a previous relationship. She's got kids and she's doing this. <laughs> her partner. Well, maybe it was on a weekend when they were with their dad. No, but I mean, they're writing about this. I'm not saying that oh, they... Oh, right. I mean, they can have sex, they can have sex in that, with kids in the house. It's not not 2,250 thrusts, you can't. Not without someone bursting in. Her partner, Jay Watkin, <laughs> from Chippenham, works in, a mar- in marketing and has a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son from a previous relationship. So these guys, are not com- these guys um, can't commit. <laughs> <laughs> Serena says, our total is not too much or too little. It's just right. We have a really 2,250. We have a really great sex life, and we manage thousands of thrusts in one session. Well done. We're still a few months into our relationship. It's very much the honeymoon period, so we're always having sex. It helps that we are both very physically fit, so we can last a really, really long time. Uh, Jay says, I'm happy with my performance. There's always room for improvement. You always have to try to be better and not settle for second best in life. That applies to sex too. Flipping heck, man. We are very sexually active and very attracted to each other. We are always at it. Gosh, this sounds like competitive sex. As a guy, I would have said I can do at least 10,000 thrusts, but it wasn't me counting, so I have to trust her maths. Yeah, because you can't count. <laughs> um, okay, and the final, the masters, the sex masters, Bonnie and Jay, my heroes, people I look up to and admire and respect. These guys um, uh, really know what they're doing when it comes to sex. To thrust counts. <laughs> 40 minutes, 60 thrusts a minute. That's one of... Got another 39 minutes of this. Yes? Here we go. Personal trainer Bonnie O'Hara, 24, from Bedford. Personal trainer, yeah. Give me 50 more. And Jay Tyra, 24, a trainee personal trainer from Lincoln, been together for three months. Bonnie says, I don't usually count. <laughs> does anybody count? I bet five, she does. Given ten, her line of work, ten, I bet she counts five, everything. Five, ten, <laughs> Are you counting? No. Yeah. Can we start again? I've lost count. They're doing reps. <laughs> Bonnie says, I don't usually count, but was pleased with our number of thrusts. When having sex, we usually go for about 30 or 45 minutes. I guess how many thrusts affect how long it lasts. The more per minute can sometimes mean the sex is over quicker as it requires more exertion. If I have a busy day ahead, then lots of thrusts per minute is probably better. <laughs> totally talking like a personal TPMs. trainer. TPMs. 
Lots of thrust per minute is probably better, as we don't always have time for long sessions. Sometimes a quickie can be fun. If I have more time on my hands, I will enjoy slower thrusts. (laughs) Who says this? But more so that we can last longer. Jay says, I feel happy with my performance and the number of thrusts. (laughs) Our sex life is great. We get a good time out of it and we last a while. Chucking in plenty of foreplay is good too. Right. We've only been together three months, so we always want to rip each other's clothes off. As we live apart, we only get to see each other at weekends, so we make the most of it. For us, sex is non-stop from the moment I arrive on Friday to the moment I have to go home again on Sunday. You don't eat? Come on, man. These guys are my heroes. He's got to get his TPMs in. Uh, Amanda, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Uh, the late night alternative every weeknight from ten o'clock on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Paul Ross will be on at uh, yes, he will. It's only Tuesday. It was, it was the moment I flash forward and it was Friday. Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Uh, let's go to Amanda. Good evening, Amanda. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Good. Thank you very much indeed. What have you got for us tonight, please? Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Oh. I've got. Um, Few things. Is it when you, <laughs> it's really weird if somebody's having sex, they're counting their thrusts. That is. Does not just put you. Can you not get? Is there not? Because you know, you, you when you on your phone now, there's an app that measures your steps. Oh, like a pedometer. Yeah. Can you not get a, oh, a, yes. a penometer? <laughs> like a little well, ring you put it on you. Yeah, and you little. You either put it on your penis or you insert it in the back back doors, and it just counts that. Or you, maybe you get maybe you get someone sat there watching and I, counting. I think that the fact that doing they a were, little tally. They were proud that, that of the high number of thrusts. I mean, it's false I pride to me, Amanda. Insane. It sounds like the most yes. boring night ever. I can, I can. Here we go. Here we go. Take this. I could, I could bring more pleasure in five oh. thrusts than those gentlemen could do in their thousands of thrusts. Five magic. Golden, <laughs> not in that way, thrusts. <laughs> I could My do so much now. more. I'm feeling a little bit hot. <laughs> yes, as you should. As you should. Five thrusts. And I, if anyone wants um, to take me up on that challenge, I'm going to be uh, yeah, chopped um, the, the other thing, um, God, God, this this is going to really put the whole mood down, and I really apologise. No, it doesn't about matter. This. Clunky gear changes. Um, do you mind if I eat chocolate talk- while you talk? I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Go on. Please do. Um, I, uh, like you, have suffered depression for a long time. Yep. Um, and I've been on um, diazepam for 14 years. Mm-hmm. I'm 44 now. Oh, I'm really sorry for <laughs> putting the whole You've got nothing to apologise for at all, okay. honestly. Go on. Um, all right. To cut a long story short, yeah. I was. Um, I was raped and sexually abused when I was uh, 14 years old. Oh, man. By my school teacher. Okay. And um, basically what's happened now, my mum and dad passed away, and I've decided to just kind of 
do something about it. Um, and basically, to cut a long story short, the headmaster knew what this teacher was like, and he'd actually done this before in an old school. Mm. And I only found I found that out a few years after this happened to me. Anyway, he was taken to prison, okay. and uh, I didn't have to appear in excuse <clears throat> me in court. Your par- did your parents um, know about it? My parents knew because they read my diary. And um, it was one of the first big, big things. You know, it was um, it was in all the national newspapers. And okay. and, and, and were your parents out, out. on your on your parents on your side? Because I know sometimes some parents can get surprisingly angry. With they were amazing. Were they good? Good. They were oh, I'm glad yeah, to hear. Were... Some, sometimes parents amazing. can get angry with the kid. <laughs> Yeah, no, they were amazing, a little bit too amazing, that they kind of let me decide what I wanted to do about the whole situation rather than them kind of taking control. But they, they did what they did, and, you know, I'll always be thankful for them. Yeah. So, like I say, afterwards, I've, um, I decided to sue the Education Authority. I'm not going to say any names. Obviously, I can't. Um, but, um, and this is a strange thing, because um, now it's all coming out. And it's like I'm reliving the whole thing again, and there's been things that I've forgotten about for for many, many years. But the reason I want to do it, and it sounds like a really naff, naff thing. Originally, you know, I thought money, money's really, I don't want anything to be involved with money. And I thought, actually, you know what, why not? I've had depression all my life. I've suffered from depression, and I haven't been able to work. But the main thing is that I... I want other people to come forward. Mm. And I know life is getting better and we can all talk about it. And if you've been abused somehow as a child, it's still not really okay to talk about it. We're getting better, but it's still not really okay to talk about it. We're getting more help, definitely. Um, so I want to, I don't know what I'm talking about, sorry, I'm just, I'm just, a bit, I've had a crap <laughs> You take your um, time, I've got a few questions, but you carry on t- t- telling us what you want to tell us. And Thank I'll ask you. you a few um, just, um, it's going to be big again, you know, this, this story is going to be quite big again in the sense that because it's bringing up the past, it will be in the national papers again and, um, it will be possibly televised and... And I've been advised that by my solicitors, this is what will happen, potentially. Yeah, they're giving you the worst-case scenario. That's the worst-case scenario, yeah. Um, But I think that, again, the reason I want to do it is because I know at least two other girls at my school, and this is in one school, at least one other girl in another school that he he, um, taught at um, suffered from abuse. Um... And I don't know if it was because of the girls then that they wanted to report it or maybe they didn't write the diary, maybe their parents didn't see it or I, mm. I don't know. But I just want this to be a great outcome, not only for myself and this wonderful word called justice, um, but for other people too to come forward, you know. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry for don't. No, oh, don't you listen, don't apologise for anything <laughs> at all. I'm sorry it happened to you, you know. Can I ask Thank you a few you. questions? Yes, of course. And if I, me or Kath ask anything you don't want to answer, you tell us to jo- You know the rules. No, please do. You know oh. the rules. Um, God, I've got so much I want to ask you. Um, first okay. of all, um, I don't, I, I, I don't think there's any, there should be any shame 
in getting a few quid out of people. I don't think there should be... If, if anybody deserves a few quid, it's you. Yeah. And there's that whole thing of, well, of course, they're just doing this for the money. Well, no, no, one, is, no one is reporting a, a, a rape that happened in their childhood just for the money. But if they get sure, money out sure. of it... So, so what? So so what? I have absolutely no problem. And it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't mm-hmm. cure what happened. But you know what? It might buy you a bit of therapy, might buy you a nice car, might buy you a nice holiday, might... Whatever. That's I've got right. no problem with yeah. anyone getting a few quid out of it. I think also some of these big institutions only pay attention when it hits and where it hurts, mm. right? And so if they can get away with the lessons will be learned, that's what they're going to do. And you've got no, absolutely no um, assurance there that anything will change. They're not going to keep you abreast of what they're doing to make sure it never happens again. Yeah. But if you hit them that's in the cool. pocket sometimes, that yeah. is enough of a reminder that they don't want to do it again. Someone walks away from, you know, one of the good people like you walks away from this with a few quid in their pocket. Fantastic. I've not got a problem... They failed that. you. Well, that headmaster he- failed you in his duty of care. <laughs> but you, and not just you, by the sounds of things. But you know there will be people no. going, ah, oh, money grabbers. Oh, mm. Screw those yeah, guys. That's what worries me, and it shouldn't. I think that's, that's the thing that worries me. I mean, at the end of the day, the teacher himself, he got... Um, not, I found out today, because my solicitor was finding it very hard how long... And it was a long time ago. It was 28, 28 years ago. Well, um, But they, I found out in the papers, I can't sleep, and... Um, he had nine months in prison, six months suspended. So, so hang on. So how <laughs> three how, months in prison? Three months. Um, yeah, which is something else, right? So your parents found out. Uh, were, were you the only um, person who was uh, attacked that spoke up at the time? Yes. Right. Okay. And your parents found out because they read your diary. Would you have told your parents at any point, do you think? I know that's no. kind of almost an argument. You, you wouldn't have. Mm-mm. No, but I think because I was so young and I knew what I was doing was wrong, and obviously he groomed me massively. Um, oh, did and I didn't you, want to disappoint anyone. Did you and, think you uh, were in a loving relationship with him? Not really. I knew, I knew it was wrong. Um, uh, possibly, maybe I did. I don't know. I still don't know. No, of course not. Day. Of course not. And it's, I think, it's confusing, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think now that um, I'm just very angry mm. that um, he's he almost lost three months. I mean, you know, and you hear horrific stories now, and it's happened to a lot three of people. Three months, and they you know. You see, some, some people <laughs> say, you know, what, it's, it's worth the risk for three months. If, mm. You know, that's nothing. Um. There's nothing there, but that was that was many years ago. Fortunately, the the, the law system has changed quite a lot. But so the, so. The, the, so he'd raped another girl of a similar age at a previous school. Well, the, yeah, as far as I know, because the headmaster at the time had told my parents this. Now, um, he, the headmaster told uh, your parents after it came out about you. When, when it was coming out, it came out in the national papers and everything. Right. There was rumours in the local town. Um, basically, um, my parents went to see the headmaster, wanted to know what the hell was going on, basically. And they just he just said, um, I want everything to be swept under the carpet. Um, I don't want any involvement with this. Um, at the time, we were doing a show, because um, I'm very musical and theatrical, yeah. and, and this teacher was involved with it. And we were supposed to be doing a uh, tour to Russia. And um, I was very excited about going. And I spoke to the headmaster and I said, I can't wait. And he said, he said to me, quote, 
remembering exactly where I was, where I was standing, he said, you don't think you're going, are you? Because you have such a bad reputation for this school. You're not going anywhere. And um, <laughs> and so so basically what happened was, after I told my solicitors this, um, they managed to find this headmaster. He moved, he moved abroad. And um, they got in touch with him a few weeks ago, and he was appalled that anybody had got in touch with him. He didn't want to know anything about it, but I think he probably felt guilty. Unlucky, mate. The way he dealt with it, you know? Unlucky. So, um, yeah. So I want to... Um, Good. And, and it's awful, because I, I feel like I want to destroy him as much as they destroyed my life. For a, to a point, I mean, I've got a 14-year-old boy now who's my life, and um, and I'm... If anything, Ian, sorry I'm talking so much, I'll shut up and... No, don't shut up. I'm, I'm speechless, so you <laughs> fill the gaps. Go on. Thank you. If anything, I think it was all washed under the carpet. I, th- I don't think my parents... It really hurt my parents, obviously. It hurt... It hurt me. And it was just all forgotten about for 28 years. And um, when my son was born, I had terrible postnatal depression and it was like oh my god i can't everything kind of came back to me and um now my son is the age that i was when i was being abused um i thought no my son's still a child Mm. he's he's still growing up and that's how i was if that makes any sense um so that's why i went ahead with it now my parents have sadly passed away i can i can kind of do something about it now And uh, so if there's anyone listening who's had any kind of abuse like this, um, there is a way forward. You know, I just hope that it's going to be successful, that's all. What does... OK, here's something I wrote down when you were talking. What, what you, mm-hmm. about justice, right? What does justice look like for you oh. in this situation? Because oh. <laughs> it means something different to, ev- to everyone, doesn't it? So what is, what is, what is, what would, you know, the, 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 the whole thing is finished. You've got the full stop. What, what is the, what is the happy ending that you see? What is the punishment you see? This guy's still alive, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So what is the punishment that you see? What is justice for you? Justice isn't really about punishment for me. Oh. It's about the education. And this sadly will never happen. It's about the education authority going, you know what we did something wrong we dealt with it really badly we're sorry i'm never going to get an apology i very much doubt it but i just want this weight lifted off my shoulders that they're apologizing in the sense of the court case of a financial payment or of going okay yeah hands up we did something wrong and And who sorry go on no no no, please go on who do you want the in inverted commas apology? Who do you, who are you holding responsible? The the rapist, the headmaster, <laughs> the school, question. the school, but the who who, 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 who who are the people who you blame for this? All of the above. Right. I think, especially um, the education authority. I think. Right. I mean, my my solicitor said I couldn't. Um, uh, go to court. I, cu- I couldn't sue the teacher and the education authority, which I- I'm confused about. But <laughs> mm. um, I think either way, he hasn't got his justice because he didn't spend enough time in prison. Um, his children don't know about it, um, as far as I'm aware. And I just want them to go, yeah, 
actually, we did something really bad and uh, we allowed it to happen. We allowed the situation not to be spoken about it and, and it was all swept under the carpet. So I'm going to ask a question that's slightly unfair, I think, but I'm just, mm-hmm. just interested to see what your take on it is. There's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. His kids don't know. Have you got any qualms about his kids finding out what a horrid human... I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up here. Yeah, I, I, Have you got any qualms about his kids finding out that he, 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 he's, a, he's a child rapist? This, this is a thing, which is your famous quote. <laughs> this is the thing. I think that I would really like his children to know. Mm. You know, and mm. um, it sounds really unfair and horrible. I want them to know uh, purely because of what I went through. Mm. And if they have children, they need to know. And we all think our fathers are wonderful and, you know, they've all got off their, their, own, their own faults. Um, but I think it's just an incredibly serious, important <laughs> scenario for them to, to know about. Yeah, and I get it. It's not your secret you know? to keep, is it? No. It's no. not your secret to no. keep. He, you owe him. No. No. I mean, he kept you quiet for long enough, and I think that's something we've kind of learned so- the last couple of years. Yeah. I feel sorry for the kids. I feel sorry fault. for those kids, but you, you're absolutely right. It's a great turn of phrase. It's not your secret to keep. Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely. the big con with all of this stuff, when people... When people groom kids, is suddenly it's your responsibility to look after everybody else. No, no, hang on a minute, it's not. Did he? He, he wouldn't have gone. Um, he couldn't have gone back into teaching. Do you know what he did after when he left prison? No, I know where he lives. Um, but well, you, obviously, you, do you know, I when you say they said, you know where he lives. Do you know? Do you know the exact address, or you know the rough town? Yeah, you know the exact address, right? Yeah, I do, and um, it's very hard for me not to. Go around there. <laughs> I bet. I'll get somebody to go around there. It sounds ridiculous, but um, I can't at the moment, and, and I've got to be very careful what I do. I rang you up the other day, and um, I wasn't sleeping very well, and, and you pinpointed the situation. Oh, right, OK, um, don't give us any more because yeah, I know yeah, we're yeah, using yeah, a slightly yeah, different course, name, course. and it's all yeah, groovy, yeah, yeah. and, you know, don't give us yeah, any yeah, clues, yeah. but I know exactly uh, what you're referring I, to, yeah. Thank you. So, um, yeah, just, you know, it's just... Life can be really crap sometimes. And it, and it's hard <laughs> yes, it can. And I've been really, really um, careful with my words there. Um, but I know, uh, you know, I wake up and cry or I don't sleep. And there is there is something out there. And you, you can keep going, you know. You, you can keep... You've got to. <laughs> Otherwise, you go absolutely nuts. And you've got to keep trying. You've got to keep hopeful and... Does your does your um fourteen year old boy know about this? Yeah, he does. He knows he knows enough about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know he knows really, a little yeah. about it. Um, because that was the other thing when I spoke to my solicitor that there may be a chance of the paparazzi coming round and That's it's terrible. Quite a big I mean, story. they shouldn't because you're a victim of crime. But though. still, it's a, yeah, you know, it's, it's a in inverted commas, it's a juicy story. You know, mm. this is the kind of mm. rubbish. I mean, you know, I say rubbish. That you know, the kind of filth that they put in the papers because yeah, people will buy it, I and mean, it should be private. You know, until until I mean, it's this, done. And I don't know if I can mention the papers, but it was in all the it was in all the scum papers. You know, the they didn't name papers. you though, did they? No, they couldn't because I was a minor. Yeah, but the they... hilarious thing, Kath, was that they called me very well endowed, which I'm not. <laughs> I would love to be well endowed. Like, that's got anything to do with wise. it. That's when you were 14? No, when you were 14? 
Yeah, apparently I was. Well endowed and streetwise. They didn't use the phrase teenage temptress, did they? <laughs> yes, they did. Did they? Wow. I wow. swear down. Oh, my God. Yes, they did. I was a teenage temptress. I was well endowed. <laughs> Yeah, that's very bizarre you said that, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, that was the 80s, you know. Yeah, now that's the way um, to saddle a kid with more guilt than she deserves. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's disgusting. So, um, anyway, listen, guys, thank you for listening to me. And I'm sorry if I've gone no, on a little bit. No, but... you, have, you, you have nothing to apologise for. Amanda, you give us a call... Anytime you want to kind of, you know, allude to this, and obviously legal things happening, there's only so much that we can talk yeah. about, and that's cool. Of course. But you, you, if you want to call up and just dick around and talk rubbish, you're always <laughs> welcome. And then when this is done, um, you know, unless you sign a lucrative, and good luck to you oh, if I'll you do, a lucrative deal, it. give us a call and... Um, I will. We'll have a chat. I'm, I, and I know that a lot of, you'll have helped a lot of people tonight. I really appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys. Cheers. Take Bye. care. Um... I mean, fair play. Only this show could go from what we went to from to that. Yeah. And well done her for, you know, not hanging up when we were doing that and thinking, I can't go on after that. Um, let's have a little break. Let's let's digest the horrors of what um, what has just been shared with us. Thank you, Amanda. 0344. 499-1000, this is Talk Radio. Neon-lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well, thank you, Amanda. That's, um, that's given us a lot to think about. Yeah. Um... Unlucky on that headmaster, moving abroad, thinking he got on away with it. It's an extraordinary attitude, though, isn't it, from him? It, it, do you know what? Very understanding of him on the teacher's part. <laughs> it doesn't actually surprise me that much. Want to sweep it under the carpet? You're a little slut. Um, you know, you, you're not, not going to go off on a on a trip to Russia. You, you brought shame on this place. God. Um, I, I, it doesn't surprise me, you know, sort of 80s, horrible, oh, no. slimy attitude. Um, good, good. I'm glad he's I'm glad he's getting sucked into it again. And I, and I bet he's furious. I bet he's furious that he's got a phone call while he's living in Spain or Portugal or Italy or wherever it is. This thing he thought he'd managed, he'd, he'd forgotten about, he's been dragged into. Oh, man, alive. You know, and when you're 14... And I remember being 14. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We can do another clunky gear change. We can talk about you know, donuts or something, you know, whatever. But when when I was 14, I remember being 14 and thinking, I remember, I remember going from 13 to 14 and thinking, whoa, I'm an adult. But 13, I think I still felt like a kid. 14, I remember thinking, I, I know stuff. I'm ready for sex, man. I'm ready for drinking. I'm ready for living life. I know stuff. And now... As a 45-year-old man, I look at 14-year-olds as babies. As babies. Totally. As, as little kids. I've got um, a goddaughter who's not far off that. And um, although she... I mean, we're talking about girl, the way girls dress. And let's just remind ourselves, consent is not about the length of a skirt. No, no, no. <laughs> um, she might dress older than she is, 
but she's a baby, you know. I see. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, the, these days, the, the way the kids pose on on Facebook, and I don't think she's got Twitter, but I've seen some of the pictures, and there's the duck face and all that stuff. But she's still a kid. She's a baby. And this whole thing of putting it putting it on the victim, outrageous. I wish I could say we weren't still doing it. We're still doing it. Let's find a thing about alarm clocks, shall we? Oh, brilliant! Top Gear's coming back. Great. Can't. Except it's not, is it? Yes. Just let it go. No, it's, it's not. Co- those, it's not the three amigos Shut anymore. Up, man. It's coming back with Freddie Flintoff, Paddy McGuinness, and a short man. Yeah, just let it go. Shut up. It's dead. I want. I want my. I want my Top Gear back. I'm trying to jumpstart it. It's gone. Brittany. It's done. Brittany, I love you so much. Um. Here we go. Alarm clocks and traditional... Hang on a minute, I can do this. It's going to be slick, everyone. I can do this. Get ready for slick. Alarm alarm clocks and traditional... Knockers are... No, this is annoying. Where's my one that says knockers? Alarm clocks and traditional... Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. Nope. Paul Stanley and... Nope. A biddly biddly bong. Oh! Oh, I know that A biddly biddly bong. A biddly biddly bong. Hang on a minute. Let's, 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 let's really make this... Uh, here we go, here we go. We're going to have some fun with this now. A biddly biddly bong. Yes, man, here we go. We're going to have a little bit of fun with this now. Woo-hoo! Are you ready? Oh, I wonder what Kath would sound like if she was a little bit... A biddly biddly bong. Yes! If I got shrunk. Let's, um... Let's see if we can slow it down a little bit. Yes, man! Right. So we got that. That's fun. That's there. That's, that's there in the... Um, um, actually, I think that's all I can do with it. I don't know how to do anything else with it. Let's try this now. A biddly biddly bong. Yes. Add effect. Um, uh, let's try this. Here we go. This is going to be fun. This is going to be great. You're going to love this. You really... I really think you're going to love this. Here we go. Not quite sure what this. Let's, let's have some fun now. Let's have let's have a let's have a little bit of fun. Here we go. A little bit of fun. This is going to be great fun. I really think you're going to enjoy this. Here we go. A biddly biddly bong. That doesn't do anything. That to was it. a lot of fun. Okay. No. 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 Was that have... not a fun? No. 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 We're going to. We're having the fun yet. We're going to have some great fun. Tell me when we're having fun. Um. Now. This is great fun. This is going to be fun. You ready for this? Yeah. Fun. Here we go. This is going to be fun. It's fun time, everyone. This is fun. So we're going to move that there. Yeah, the dry wet the fun. there. We're going to go there. Okay, here we go. This is going to be fun. Having fun, Sam? A biddly biddly bong. 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 This is going to be great, man. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. This is going to be great. Here we go. Ready? Yes, man. Norman Cook. A biddly biddly bong. A biddly biddly bong. A biddly biddly bong. A biddly biddly bong. 
Flashback then. Someone spiked me brew. What's coming up on that pill? <laughs> that uh, aspirin I took earlier on. Good evening, Paul Ross. I've had something remarkable happen to me. I very rarely smile. Yes. I don't feel comfortable. I laugh a lot. Yeah, you're a miserable man. We know uh, yeah, that. Famously. But the back of my... I was watching you there, observing you, and the back of my head... <laughs> the back of my head hurts because I've been smiling too, oh. too hard. Honestly, I've got an ache in the muscles there. Yeah, yeah. I very rarely use those smile muscles. There you go. You that see? was a triumph. That's thank you. Next summer's novelty hit right there. Thank you very much. 2019. Were you, were you impressed when, I, when the, the beat dropped? Bibbly, I, it, bibbly, it was what kind that, of bong is that? A bibbly bibbly bong? A bibbly bong. Inspired by past, did Dutchie on the left hand side. Don't oh, you, silly you do, you're doing the accent. <laughs> I don't know where that one is, the deep. A biddly biddly bong. Oh, I don't know. A biddly biddly bong. I don't know how to stop the effect. Hang on. A biddly biddly bong. When you speeded it up, it reminded me of that great bit in the Ipcrest file where you start to hear the tape that drives, that brainwashes me. Yes, yeah. It was a little bit like that. You could actually distort personality with that, if you haven't already. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I've got a new job. (laughs) I'm not going to be in tomorrow. I'm going to go to a nightclub, and I'm going to make people dance. A nightclub. Oh, lovely. (laughs) A night spot. (laughs) You sound like my dad. You go to one of them nightclubs. That's exactly what I'm going to do. going out like that. Where's your coat? Oh, man. Discotheque. I've, I enjoyed myself a lot more than I should have, <laughs> but don't worry, that'll stop at one. Biddly <laughs> <laughs> biddly, I can't even say it. Biddly biddly bong. I've lost the don't be silly, Kath. I find it. What is on your show tonight, Paul? A I lovely story that. tonight. I'm really looking forward to. It. As you might know, Stephen King, who's been a best-selling novelist since like 1977 or something, has sold hundreds of millions of books. Films have made billions of dollars. If you're a film student and he likes your project, he will allow you to make a film on based on one of his books for one dollar. 
Oh, one dollar really? movie. The first person who did that, one of the only people, was Frank Darabont, made a short film, and then he went on to direct The Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile as a Hollywood director. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A 14-year-old and a 15-year-old from Wales have now got the thumbs up from Stephen King. Oh. They're adapting a, a story, a horror story. Yeah. Uh, they're doing it at their film academy now. We're going to be hearing from their tutor, and I hope for maybe the teenagers as well. It's doesn't got the most promising title. The story's quite good. It's yeah. about nightmarish visions and people kind of trying for something good and failing. The story's called The Solitary Bicycle, which doesn't have a lot of hope, but they're making a Stephen King-approved adaptation in the Walsh Valleys. Oh, that's I'm looking fantastic. For. It's a lovely story, isn't it? And they, they had the nouse to find out about it, and he, he'll, he won't let you adapt like The Shining as a short film. It gives you a list of approved short stories he thinks have got legs as a short film for one dollar they're going to make a film and it will get shown at festival what a lovely ambitious yeah. thing to do isn't it eh? i read today um that stephen king uh, stephen king's in a band with roger mcguinn of the birds i think a lot of them go that way i've got a yeah. kevin costner i might if i find it i've got kevin costner's cd with a band oh country God. rocker yeah I know. country <laughs> rocker. Oh, your, your little eyes have lit up there i, can I see. love that, that one of the greatest things online is the awkward interview with billy Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. On, have you seen that? Where he's, I think I he's haven't. in Australia with his... his Canada, terri- isn't it? Canada with his terrible band. And they're doing this sort of, like, radio interview, but it's being filmed. And um, he, he doesn't want to... He's not there to talk about movies, talk about the band. And the first question is, like, so... Or the introduction is something like, so you're a movie star and you're a rock star. And he just sits there for the whole interview. Oh. Knob. Yeah. And the bit, rest yeah. of the band are sat there... And this guy's getting nothing, literally nothing. And he goes to the, and the rest of the band kind of answers some of the questions. Yeah. And he goes back to, but he just sat there looking at him, as if how dare, how dare you mention the only reason you've got me in this studio is because I'm a movie star. How dare you mention? So wet. What are you doing? Just, oh ah. yeah, that's why I moved it out of the way. Ah yes. Now, <laughs> Catherine Sorry, did Paul. a whoopsie. Catherine spilled a pint of water over it. I wonder why you can't. Well, suddenly had a disconcerting really feeling that as old age come on me early, has me incontinence pad slipped. And there I was. Well, thanks for the kind, warm welcome. Anywho. I, I once, I went to the Swan at High Wycombe, which you must be aware of, as a leading yep. venue in Buckingham. Yeah, yeah. And I saw Stephen Seagal and his band Thunderbox. <laughs> And it's not called Thunderbolt. Yeah, because he didn't <laughs> realise. In Evelyn War's sort of honour trilogy, we learnt that in the Indian Army, the yeah. portable lavatory was called the Thunderbox. Yeah, yeah. And he had no notion of that. And he was very, he was charming. Obviously, not completely at the Swan in Wickham in his head. I think he was either at Shea Stadium yeah, or course, somewhere yeah. else. But um, he hang around, signed autographs, but he's quite he? full on. Well, he was, and I, I got an autograph because he was kind of there. And it was quite odd because then the last, you know, maybe 15 or so of us got the autograph. And then there was nobody around him. Mm-hmm. And the band were a pickup band. And obviously he packed up, but he was the, And he had that kind of... Oh, it seemed, seemed to go all right. In diminished circumstances, Stephen Seagal. We are out of time. I shall look forward to listening to you on my drive home, please. You're not the kind of listener we want, really. Please dry your bottom. <laughs> Catherine. Is it soaked through? Thank you, Sam. Thank you very much indeed. Right. Some show tonight, guys. Paul Ross is on at one. We're back tonight at ten. Ta-ta!